1: Very popular country song out right now uh, by uh, an artist named Hardy featuring Laney Wilson called uh, Wait in the Truck. And uh, I'd heard this song <laughs> a few times before I I was just like, I'm oh, catchy tune. And then my wife was like, Have you heard this new song, Wait in the Truck? And uh, I'm like, Yeah, uh, well, how sing it? And she sang it. I was like, Yeah, I know, I think I know that one. She's like, well, next time, really listen to it. And so I brought it up on YouTube and listened to it, and uh, it's one of these uh, classic old country story songs where this uh, basically it's like transient country drifter is driving around and he sees a it's going to be a little dark. He sees a woman <laughs> on the side of the road who's like covered in bruises and battered, and so he he picks her up and he's like. What, uh, what happened to you? And she's like, oh, my, my boyfriend or my husband, he, you know, he, uh, she talks about the whiskey scars she's hiding. And uh, so he's like, well, where, uh, where is this guy? And so she's, she tells him where it is. And so he drives over there and he says, wait in the truck. And he goes in and he kills the guy. And then he sits on the porch and waits for the cops to come. And the cops come and he gives himself up and he goes away for life. And then she comes and visits him, and, uh, and he's, like, just happy uh, that she comes and visits him, but he's in jail for life. Uh, so it makes me wonder, what's the nicest thing you ever did for a stranger? <laughs> <laughs> Jared. Uh, well, when I was a transient
2: for a while, I found a battered woman, and she was so happy to see a transient after being horribly beaten that she immediately let me take her in my arms. Really primed uh, to get into a stranger's truck. Yeah, she was really happy to get into my truck. Uh, she was totally at, at ease doing
1: that, and I took her
2: for a Jamba Juice
1: uh skin have you done anything nice for a stranger ever in your life like real nice
2: no i don't think so
1: no (laughs) (laughs) never carried an air conditioning up four flights of stairs for an old lady i can't no no No. No. i i can't recall i I probably did but (laughs) (laughs) it didn't register Matthew, I imagine you have so many things that you've done uh, for the strangers uh, that you've met over your uh, short 23 years on this earth.
0: Um, God, I wish. Um, well, there is one story I could tell where I encountered somebody that I had never met on the streets of New York. And they were like, hey, I need a favor. And I can't pay anything. But if you could do me this fa- the solid, you know, it will be your good do- deed for the day. And I said, okay, and then they wanted me to come back and skin all their serial killer victims alive with them because, you know, you need someone to hold them down. Oh. Um, and I said, sure.
3: That's so not nice, though. That's not it's a nice thing. I know what do you're doing. That's a favor, but it's not.
2: You Jared <laughs> sort of
0: set the bit tone. Jared set the bit tone. Come and on, guys, true. be
2: real like
1: I was. Say <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> a real thing like Jared did. I mean, Sydney, nobody, you...
0: nobody composed a murder ballot about me.
1: Sind <laughs> you a big stranger helper?
4: Yes. Um, End of my, story. My boyfriend likes to think <laughs> that I'm too trusting, which to me is very funny because I think I'm extremely skeptical. I think I'm like anti authoritarian and like no, like full skepticism about everybody. But I do think that generally I am like a nice person who thinks good of most people. Um, New York hasn't broken me down yet. Uh, <laughs> oh, it will. But I do one thing yeah. that I think is good. I don't know. Um, When I work on set, we always have so much crafty left over and lunch left over. And they always ask the crews, you know, do you guys want to take some home? And usually people are like, no, because I don't want to carry this big tray of like chicken, Cuban chicken home on the subway. (laughs) So I take it any time that I can. And then I just give it to any homeless person or houseless person that I see who's (laughs) asking for money or food. And I give them like a full tray of food or whatever I have. And that's it. I just try to do that every time I leave set.
5: That is a money bit, Sid. That's awesome. It's bit. Funniest bit so far. It's
2: it's funniest good. bit yeah. so far.
4: Sometimes the <laughs> truth is the funniest thing. So My comedy chops laugh. have
0: been put to shame.
6: <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm
4: sorry. Was Troy asking if we were good people and I'm supposed to go <laughs> and fart all over it? Yep.
6: <laughs> that would have been more Oh, okay,
4: yeah. The nicest thing I did was I, I tripped an old lady. In Times Square. I told her to eat shit and die.
3: Um, Every single thing I've done the entire course of my life
1: has been meaner than that. That was the nicest thing I've ever done. Are you just bringing, like, trays of buffalo wings to people on the street? Yeah, Without <laughs> napkins? <laughs>
0: It's like the muffin bottoms all over, over again.
2: Yeah, if like I saw you with a tray of buffalo wings, I would really quickly try to make myself look unhoused.
4: <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's not like very conducive, like eating food. Like it's a big tray of rice. And it's like <laughs> yeah, what they will I mean, rice is fine, it's good, but I'm like, this is what I had. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's rice. Here
3: here you are, stranger. Help yourself
7: get <laughs>
6: yeah, it. fistfuls
3: of rice. Here's some very dry old rice.
7: <laughs> thanks uh, you don't even give no, that you're not even supposed to give that to pigeons at weddings
4: you know, right? all right no good deed <laughs> fuck it goes up she's
1: never done anything good <laughs> They're moving on. finally we came to the heart of the matter joe i don't know i feel like uh you're afraid of strangers uh, <laughs> <laughs> i am
5: i am generally uh, afraid of strangers yeah i don't i don't really do much uh nice for strangers, I don't think, besides donating money, but I, uh, I did, so a few weeks ago, I was walking in my neighborhood, this is random, and I, this woman, this older woman was on the side of the road, pulled over on the side of the road, on my street, and she was like, could you could you please help me get this uh, furniture into my car? And it was like, somebody was throwing out furniture, and it wasn't bad furniture, it was like totally furniture you could pick up off the street, but they were they were throwing it out, and it was like, like a kitchen table kind of thing and four chairs basically. And this woman had this small white sedan and she was like, I'd I'd really love to get this in my car. Like, could you help me? Like, will it fit? Do you think? And I was like, "Uh, sure, I'll help you. And long story short, I was there for about thirty minutes, and I left her with all the stuff still on the street.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I was
5: like, "Try it this way, Move this around." Right. Well, the trunk could do one chair, like, and we couldn't get anything into that car. Wow. It was like a full dining set, and she had a sedan, and it just did not
1: work. That's exactly
5: uh, that was kind like a silence. I'm really sorry. True. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to go. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you made it worse than when it started. I did. Like, ah. I scratched her car like three times. Cursing,
0: cursing and grunting up a storm.
6: Exactly. <laughs> Sweating. Flop sweat. <laughs> she's, uh. like,
0: she's like slowly edging away. And By the end of it, she's across the street because she's just right. so terrified. <laughs> um,
1: well, uh, between now and the next time we all meet, see if you can do one nice thing. For a stranger.
4: What have you done, Troy?
1: I am actually nicer to strangers than I am that I like, people that I know and like. Um,
0: <laughs> Do you consider leaving them alone and running in terror from any interaction with them to be nicer?
1: <laughs> no, I, you know, sometimes my wife is like, you really went out of your way for that uh, stranger. I'm like, eh, I never have to see him again.
6: <laughs> um,
1: but uh, yeah, I can't remember anything specific, um, but uh, I'm sure I've done something Nice.
4: Not the recently. list is so long that it's hard to pick one. I, I
1: held just... the door for a, a woman earlier today. She uh, had a baby in her hands, and I said, I got gotcha. you. Wow. wow. Troy Valley. Slow clap. You know, people throw around the word humanitarian a little too yeah. frequently these days. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh,
2: <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize, I think.
6: <laughs> oh.
1: What did he do? He held the door open uh, begrudgingly. Or a woman holding a baby, <laughs> and
2: uh,
0: gave her a nasty look.
1: Her, ah, sure, I'll hold and
0: then you. and then thought to himself, well, I never have to see her again?"
1: <laughs> did I not mention that I sighed as I did it? <sighs>
6: <But> still, <laughs> That's held audible it,
1: sigh. <laughs> um, we are uh, we're back tonight uh, for some more strange ons. Uh, sorry, we we missed everybody last week. We had this crew ready to go. Luckily, this crew is back. We were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's put everybody on. Uh, let's put. <laughs> Everybody on. uh, I had started a rumor that uh, Sydney had quit the show. And Not a rumor. Was surprised how many people
4: believed it. Not a rumor. <laughs> I just want to clear the air. Not a rumor.
1: Oh, you did quit. Okay, and you just uh, came yes back. A- yes, and. Oh, nice. Okay, well, welcome back. Uh, no, I, d- I didn't now. quit.
4: People were very concerned. You're right, Troy. People were they like are. tagging me on Twitter, and they're like, "Sydney, please don't quit. Like, please yeah. don't listen to Troy, no matter what he says. Like, please don't quit." Uh, and I felt really bad because I didn't quit. No. <laughs> I just couldn't do yeah. the F. Just,
6: just
0: please, please don't quit. Please go back and work with that man who's inspired <laughs> to do good deeds by listening to murder ballads in his car.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's start other rumors. Like Ooh. Matthew and I are beefing over student loans uh (laughs) policy i don't think they should be paid by biden and matthew does and we've exchanged harsh words the words were
0: so harsh i don't know that i can ever look jared in the eyes again
2: yeah i said if you freeloaders want my generation to pay pay for your mess you've got another thing coming
1: (laughs) and that's That's when the fist started flying that's well, not... I really
3: wish you guys hadn't continued that argument over our group email thread yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I got
2: very uncomfortable for me. It,
0: yeah, I'm sorry about that. It just finds a way of just filtering into every, every interaction Jared and I have now.
2: Yeah, yeah especially because I start emails with it. <laughs> That's right. That's the subject line.
0: Yeah. You should have seen us go at it. It was like two hockey players where we didn't actually hit each other once, but it was very violent. Bi- it was a true. lot of grappling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes.
2: Anyway, make a Reddit thread about that because it really is real.
1: <laughs> um my my goal for tonight is to not accomplish anything because that will be easy uh with five of us trying to role play uh <laughs> but we have to go back to two shows ago or whatever three sh- two shows ago i think in boston uh if you're not caught up uh, earmuffs but uh matthew and sydney's character passed away as it were uh sydney's character i think it was your second or third ep with that character and yeah. shh, bit it and so then did, last time us.
0: how did they die troy
1: they died uh to poor dice rolls versus my good di- dice rolls. <laughs> you killed them just like well, you, you killed
6: them nice kind of wait board. in the truck
1: yeah, wait in the truck, yeah. Matthew. There's
3: going to be some guy in a pickup truck waiting outside your apartment. I
7: don't know if he's an angel, because angels don't do what he did.
1: That's a line from the song. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> wait in the truck. Uh, fucking. So they died, and then uh, last... The last time we went live here uh, Sydney you had a, a, a pre-arranged engagement that was more important than us and so we had Jared come in and so we're like well you can introduce your character later later yeah. being They today. needed feminine energy right so we needed strong me. feminine energy so we brought Jared <laughs> back and uh, then we're just like we can't just not have Jared be on this app because you're in the middle of something big so uh, this is gonna be uh, it's gonna be a real fun app Joe had asked before we went live does he even need dice today? Um, Probably not. (laughs) Let's just... (laughs) Let's be honest. Let's just see what happens. I do need to do a recap, though, because it's been a couple of weeks. I barely remember where we are, so I can't imagine any of you do. Um, But you know you're on a boat journey, and you're going down the Selen River. You're traveling from the city of Thrushmore in Ustalab all the way down to a whole different nation, the nation of Taldor, uh, to the city of Casimir. Uh, you're going all the way down there because you're hot on the trail of uh, a man named Count Hazard and Lowell's the IV, we've heard his name now, ad nauseum. Um, as you've been hot on his trail, you've been taking these uh, excursions to the Dimensions of Dreams, the dimension of Dreams, this area uh, known as the Dreamlands. And you're doing that because you learned that the Count was doing that in order to further his research. And his research led him, as far as you know, to Casimir. Um, A breakthrough in said research happened um, when the Count met a figure known as the Mad Poet while traveling the Dreamlands. So you are trying to get a meeting with the Mad Poet as well. But in order to do so, you're going on these various dream quests to random locations throughout the Dreamlands to try and obtain specific gifts to offer this Mad Poet, um, to even have the opportunity to speak with him. Uh, right now you have three of the possible seven gifts uh, that it looks like uh, Lowell's brought to him to gain an audience. Meanwhile, though, back in the material plane, back in the real world, uh, life on the boat has been rough. Uh, you were attacked by a group of Razmiran zealots uh, and, and have taken the dozen or so thralls that they had on board on your ship. Um, While stopping in another town of religious weirdos, uh, two of your companions, as I just said, were slayed uh, by a creature known as a Dracolisk uh, that seemed hell-bent on destroying you and uh, almost did wipe out the entire party. Um, You then left that seaside town of Riverton behind and watched from afar as the spiritual leader of this town, a, a... an old elf named Nirel Twiceborn. Uh, he, he's a Hansper worshipper and you saw him uh, draw one of his wives towards the water as she was kind of coming with him reluctantly and it appeared as if he drowned her in the water and killed her as part of their fanatical uh, religious worship ceremony that happens at dusk every day. You're, you're, you're like fighting with yourself. We need to go back and kill him, but Skywin's like, that's their problem we gotta move on. Enough people have died. Let's go. And so the next uh, place you stop is a sleepy little town uh, called Debril in the nation of Galt. Uh, And you're stopping there so your captain can resupply. You're going through supplies really quick now that you've got 50 people on board. And, uh, you know, you're also hoping that maybe you can find uh, some more help for your journey as your numbers have dwindled. You lost a very strong sword in Sir Julie. And a uh, not great cleric. Um, so you're like, <laughs> I really maybe, like we, can, maybe hey. we can find uh, a warm body and another strong sword. So, as Skywin takes off, you, uh, you're introduced to what appears to be a simple commoner who is whittling dollhouse furniture on the docks. Uh, a man by the name of Ethel Merman. Uh, who displays incredible martial prowess by beating up O.J. Simpson, um, <laughs> one of the former slaves of the and Faith Barge. Um, but as you're waiting for Skywind to return, a, a, a small boat, much smaller uh, than your boat, arrives with three people on it. It's like two men and a figure clad, all in gray. Their faces is covered in a shroud with just like a scowling face drawn on it. You start digging through your Rolodex of society checks and you realize, buck, this is a gray gardener. They are like the police force of Galt, but they're like the KGB. They are the 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 these inquisitors who act as judge, jury and executioner for the closest thing to a ruling body in Galt known as the Revolutionary Council. This is a nation embroiled in anarchy, and you thought, uh, even Skywin said, being this far away from the, the main action in Galt, you'd be fine in this little town of perfumes and flowers, but now there's this great gardener. You watch as they enact this, like, ten-minute spell, and you are able to figure out that the spell that they're casting is discern lies. When they finish casting the spell, they start eyeing the dock, and their eyes lock on your boat they then begin to walk toward you what's everybody doing at this point you're all on deck are you just kind of chilling does everyone notice this or is it just like Aldo and Atticus because you were the ones being like what spell is being cast Ethel you're still like bringing your whittling stuff up What, what is happening here
5: I'd like to say that we're all watching and we're all prepared and we're all ready because it was a ten-minute casting and and Aldo and, and Atticus both were like, they're casting discern lies, and then when they start walking over, it's like, prepare yourselves, lies will not get you anywhere, you know. Um, and I think that we're all just like, act natural.
0: Ethel yeah, will turn to Aldo it. and Atticus and be like, "So uh, you uh, you should I kill him? You do want you, to kill him? Do you know this one?" No. You've seen him before. I don't know him, but uh, you're the you. You tell me. I'll kill him if you want me to kill him. No,
5: didn't do, no. didn't start a scene
0: yet.
3: Uh, I'll
5: give you the signal if it's time for murder. Okay.
3: Got yeah. it you're, you're the boss. Be prepared to kill him, but don't just don't jump the gun. Yeah. Ah. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But what's the signal? Just so we're clear.
3: Uh, we'll I'll shout. I'll shriek in a very high pitched voice. Kill him. Okay.
0: Got it. And that should be pretty. That, 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 I should be able should be. to discern your, uh, your code there,
3: yeah. sir. Hopefully, you remember. I'll Xantar
2: keep... never lies. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, Xantar, I forgot you were here. <laughs> Xantar only tells
2: truths. He is not afraid of these men wearing loincloths on their faces. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, that is right, Xantar. You need not fear them. Just tell the truth.
2: You'll be fine. Yes. yes, I will tell them about our forays into the dreamlands. No. And how no, we are no, collecting no. ingredients to...
6: <laughs> commune with grace. a dark no, god.
3: Please. No, sir. do communing it over with share.
0: a dark god?
2: that <laughs> no, wasn't in the no. contract. S-
3: no, it's a bit it's misunderstanding. Started. We are communing Perhaps. with a dark god for good, my friend. Your grace... Uh, uh, sometimes the best policy when meeting strangers as your royal personage would surely know is to be quiet first and then then uh, start telling truths in a royal yes. fashion. Just be as silent as possible. They're coming.
2: Um, I'll climb up to the highest point on the ship and kind of perch there and look down below.
1: All right. so this burly... Heavily tattooed uh, (laughs) barbarian in a diaper. Dwarf. uh, Dwarf. uh, Climbs to the top of the crow's nest and looks down as this uh, figure approaches the boat. And uh, standing on the docks below, uh, they look up, and the voice that comes out is that of a woman. Mm. And uh, she says, Who is the captain of this boat? Again. No face, just a drawn-on face. In fact, if I, you go over to roll 20, I will show you what she Oh, is I bet like this art's going to be awesome.
5: Oh. Yep. You Confirmed. Confirmed.
1: It's like Moon Knight. Yeah, there's oh, a little bit of a Moon totally. Knight situation going on there. Uh, uh, longbow on her back. Uh, Does
5: she have a sword drawn right now?
1: Uh, no, looks <laughs> like yeah, she does. Uh, yeah, no, they, I never can get the artwork and like the way they're just walking down the boat. Um, it's more of an action shot of her. But,
6: uh,
1: who is the captain of this boat?
3: I point frantically at Skywind Freeling. She's gone.
5: She's yeah. So uh, She's captained by Skywind Freeling. She has gone ashore to collect supplies. We are left behind uh, doing our simple duties.
1: When will she return?
5: I cannot be certain, but today, a matter of hours, I presume.
1: Well, then who is the acting captain in her absence?
5: Aldo, Casimir. uh he is here.
3: Uh, I don't think we ever settled on a chain of command, chain of succession uh, as such. But uh, certainly I'd be happy to help with any inquiries you might have. We were tasked to look da-
5: to look after the ship. Is there something wrong? Is there some danger? Perhaps.
1: I'm looking for a man named Emilio Daldemain, senator Daldemain, as it that's were. A made up that's a made-up name. There's no way that's like a proper <laughs> name.
3: <laughs> Emilio Daldemain. Come on. She just Come stares on. at you. Oh shit. Aldemain, perhaps please carry on. Name. Perhaps it's another time. Is I senator- mean all
1: names are made up. Is Senator D'Altonay? <laughs> is he aboard your ship? To our
5: knowledge, no. No. I've never no. heard that name in my life. Oh, would we'll remember that.
3: No. We
0: well, once he... did have a Carlos Danger aboard, but... We did, we did. That was <laughs> He it. was but a mere congressman.
3: Right, yeah.
6: Carlos Danger.
3: <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's what he went by, Carlos Danger, but I believe, I believe Danger was his middle name. Ah yes, sorry. Can't I can't remember
1: his uh, surname. I forget. She's just watching each of you as you speak, turning and staring at you, perhaps discerning your lies. That was a joke, by the way. I was joking.
6: If it well, was, we hired
1: him. That's
3: why, why we pay him the big coins. Sort of his sense of humor.
1: So you're I'm unfamiliar sorry. with this man. No, never heard of the night, sorry.
5: Never heard the name, and I have been on this vessel for, what, Aldo, did we board some 40, 50 days ago? Long time. And we have been on this vessel for quite some time, and know that a man of that name has never crossed the gangplank.
0: Can I roll a society check to, to see if Ethel knows the senator? Sure. I don't Like, I don't know if Ethel knows.
5: Either. Yeah, is this, like, a famous name?
1: Uh, yeah, you can roll society.
0: I'm going to roll it, too.
5: It's a good uh, idea, I'll... Matthew. You know
4: it's what? A...
1: Bottle cap. You know what's funny is, you already said you don't know him, so if you succeed on this check and learn something... You're,
4: you're lying.
6: lying. Sure. I... Oh, no. Wow, I rolled a catch a 17.
0: Of
5: course I
6: did uh, on this one. What Ethel, nice
0: Ethel made no claim, uh, but I rolled a 25.
1: 25. Oh. Did anybody else? Uh... I rolled a 30. 30. Society. I rolled a 16. Okay. Uh, Ethel and Atticus, you seem to remember uh, an undistinguished senator of that name uh, from Isarn.
0: Is that the, uh, the guy from Isarn? I vaguely remember.
1: Oh. Oh, perhaps you're right. Yes. yes. Isarn, by the way, is the capital city of Galt. You um.
5: know, um, was- I have heard that name. He's a rather high-profile Individual. Certainly I would have recognized him if he was on our boat, but I have not seen him. Well, I I shouldn't shouldn't say that. I've never seen him before. I just know the name.
1: Well, he is a traitor to the Revolutionary Council, and I have been tasked with finding him. She starts walking towards your gangplank. I must come aboard to search your vessel. I trust that is not a problem. Hand goes to her sword. Of
0: course not. No, of course not. That's the moment sips up. Yeah. Perhaps one of you might be willing to read off the manifest so that uh, the honorable gardener here might know who's aboard. Does anyone do you have a list of names of your passengers?
1: That won't I be presume. necessary. I will be thorough and quick.
5: Step yeah, I right. have a feeling that this like professor or whatever might be this dude like traveling in disguise. Um, I think in which case we're probably going to get in a fight, but I don't really care about this dude. Is there a reason we care about this dude? Sir Julie cared about that,
0: dude. Yeah, because they oh, were banging. Man. But Sir Julie's gone. No. Um, I my, my prediction is that the truth will end up being this guy. If we're take, if we're making bets.
1: Oh, one of the thralls, the truth? Yeah, I think it's the truth. Oh, the, oh, the truth. <laughs> I was like, We of course you know. I have the Edgelord Finger Lakes, Wedgie 2, Wedgie 1, Wet Knees, <sighs> Fingers <laughs> O'Toole, Fanny <laughs> Crumminger, Dinky Fuss Tumble, uh, Gosson and Rebin, Chocolate Chip, <laughs> Uh, dead Tooth O.J. Simpson Who's Nursing A Terrible Wound Pancake Pork Chop Pedro Alicabam Spinny Pow The Truth Simple Syrup Dimples Mrs. Fantastic Scallywag And Basement Betty
6: <laughs> so that's what the manifest says at this
1: point <laughs> Reading it off like That's somber. all I wanted That's all I, that's all I wanted <laughs> you to do And Basement Betty Well, Any of these names could be a cover Uh, please step aside Uh, and she comes aboard and she is just like she's walking around from time to time she'll like hold her hand out over a section of the boat without even like lifting a a tarp or anything to look under it Uh, and then she'll walk around and she opens up the captain's uh, chamber, goes in there goes in the room where Rebin and Gossa are comes out and then goes down into the hold of the ship and she's down there a little while, because is all those people down there. And then she comes up. Very well. Thank you for your time. Should you see this senator, make it known to any Grey Gardener you should see this man belongs to me. Do the you have card a card or
6: something? Do like you have a, a business card? I don't...
5: What does the senator look like? I'm not familiar with his appearance.
1: He's portly and a fool. Oh, right. He's dressed like a fool. Not like many he's, of like, those. Like a motley. He's dressed like a motley fool. Motley fool. A
3: fat motley fool.
1: Good. Yes, you will know. She's just kind of hanging there, lingering, watching.
0: You want a? You want a cup of coffee or something? Mm. We're low on supplies, but for a great Gardener, we'll make an exception. You know, wants please. Stop talking.
5: Let the Gardener go on about the, her business. You're the boss.
1: I take it you are new here to this region, sir. Here in Galt, the Grey Gardeners are the only true justice keeping this nation alive. Good day to you all. She turns and starts walking down the dock. And as she's walking down the dock, you see her pass this woman who's just standing there. In fact, you were probably so wrapped up talking to the Grey Gardener that you didn't even notice this woman who's standing there and kind of standing out from the crowd. I mean, as I mentioned last episode, there's a lot of hustle and bustle on the dock. There's people whittling doll furniture. There's, uh, you know, it's not a big fishing town. It's more of a uh, artsy, perfuming town. So the people selling their wares and whatnot, but there's a lot happening. But There's this one uh, figure that sort of stands out to you. Um, what do they look like, Sydney? Oh.
4: <laughs> she uh, has long brown hair that is sort of like braided and twisted that falls behind her. Uh, she's in uh, a long white robe, dress, and it is sopping wet. Just like sticking to her skin, just wet. And <laughs> so it's making a face. And <laughs> it looks good. It's cool. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. It's
3: really awesome.
4: She has very prominent, strong features, elven features, high cheekbones, Um, really sharp like eyebrows Uh, if you look if you could see closer green eyes Um, and if you look even closer you might notice she is barefoot no shoes Oh. and she's standing almost waiting like she's looking at you guys on the boat and she just looks very very patiently waiting she's just kind of staring ahead
3: so she looks like
5: a nightmare is (laughs) like a
3: nightmare is happening <laughs> to all of us
5: right
6: now. It's
3: like a like a, the villain the monster from a Japanese horror movie. Are, are you going to say, Is like, she the girl from the ring?
6: Right.
4: <laughs> Seriously. I okay, forgot to mention
3: barefoot, soaking wet,
5: white dress, green eyes, staring.
4: Yeah. Elsie vomiting out
1: of her mouth as <laughs>
4: she
5: wears a blue-black
6: encore. <laughs> if in you could hear dress.
4: If you could hear over the dole of fish and stuff. You just hear, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but she just stands there. waiting, and she looks kind of like, like stoic, peaceful, not creepy, but a little creepy because she's just kind of like.
1: And the creep, the creepiest thing is, I was gonna say, Xantar, you don't, you don't quite recognize her, uh, Ethel. Uh, you've been there for uh, a while. You don't recognize her either, but. Atticus and Aldo, there's something very hauntingly familiar about this woman.
0: Hey, uh, you know that you, you guys know the creepy chick who's standing on the dock over there? You want me to kill her?
2: Uh, From the no, crow's no, no. nest, I yell.
7: Friends, there is a woman
6: staring at the boat!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Zantar has spotted something. And we
5: look over over the gunwale, as gunnel, as Matthew would say. Get her. Um. Oh there! Do you have some interest in this vessel?
4: She looks up. You're in Xantar Yell, and then Atticus call out, and she slowly walks towards you, towards the boat. Step, step, wet feet on the dock. Step.
3: I got a bomb ready. <laughs> What, I,
0: what was I the word down. Yeah, on, the, on the killing? Was that a, was that a go? Uh, was that a-
5: well, uh, just hold, please. Get your magical invisible weapons ready. We may need them in a moment. <laughs> Excuse uh, me. Please approach slowly. As you know, this is a very dangerous country. We cannot allow anyone aboard. What is your business?
4: Hello. Pardon the intrusion. And she kind of like waves. I was following you on your boat Pardon the appearance as well Uh, It was a long swim And then Fly I flew for a bit But I was swimming first And then I Well, I I was following your boat Sorry, you have no idea who I am
3: No, you look You certainly do look familiar But I can't believe I wouldn't remember you
4: I'm not sure you caught my name Perhaps you did well you may know me as Sarah one of the Sarah's
3: oh the wives of the gentleman who was oh. oh oh, yes how did all that play out
5: Atticus expression darkens
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: but Not you
4: drowned hello um sir ah <laughs> um Way up with the crow's <laughs> I was I'm not She puts her hand up when you say the wife of She puts her hand up I was not his wife Nairo twice born Doesn't actually take wives He takes concubines And I was one of his consorts
6: Ooh.
5: And um, what? You escaped
4: Exactly Is that not obvious?
5: So why us? Why did you follow us?
4: Why not? Not many people stop in Riverton. I saw you coming. I foretold your losses, and I'm sorry for them. And I decided it was a perfect opportunity. Really, I mean, thank you, I should say. You provided an excellent distraction, and the ceremony went off without a hitch. No one thought a thing.
5: I assure you, It was far more meaningful to us than a distraction. We lost our allies. And did I hear you say you foretold it? Yes. Explain yourself. What does that mean?
4: I have a gift, which is why I was... taken. Nyroth, twice born, uses people. That's sort of his deal. And he used me for my gifts and kept me trapped. I have seen abilities, not always, and not always strong, but... I saw your ship coming, I saw your losses, and there was nothing that I could possibly do. Please understand. And I am sorry. I'm sure you were friends. But it was my only chance. And I took it. So I thank you. And now... I guess I'm here asking if you would be able to take me in on your ship I have no money I have no friends in this region I don't know anyone I was taken here years ago I've been trapped this is the first time I've ever escaped Riverton and Nyril and the Hasper cult so please I'm too proud to beg but I need passage
3: uh, sorry, might, might we confer for a moment before we give you a final decision?
4: Absolutely, I completely understand. Also, as a sign of good faith, my name is Suki Oriana That's my real name. I haven't been able to use it in years. But it's an elven name. If you can't pronounce it, it's okay. Suki is fine.
3: Suki. Right. W- one moment, Suki. I'll
4: leave you to it. And she just walks away.
3: Okay. And I I turn to Atticus.
4: She goes back and stares from far away.
3: (laughs) It's like, well, all right, there's a few factors here that I think we have to take into account. One, uh, there's not a lot of room on the boat. Although two, we are still a person short. Uh, Three, she really does creep me out, but that could be a good thing. And four, this is a classic, as we call it where I'm from, wait-in-the-truck situation. So this is a great opportunity for us to do a good deed for someone, for a stranger.
6: Yes, and perhaps, perhaps. Oh, benefit in the bargain. She is an <laughs> Well,
5: I had sent... I had sent... Uh, oh, my God. What's her name? Uh, what's the captain's name? Blanket. Skywin. 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 You, I keep anyway. thinking Starling because that's the name of the boat. Skywin. I had sent Skywin ashore looking for a sword, and I think we found one already. Perhaps we could use this vision, she says she has. You could see the future. That could be invaluable, Aldo.
3: And she said she flew part of the way, and she's got to be an excellent swimmer if she I made mean, it. like, like an that astounding car. swimmer. It's hard to comprehend, actually. Um, I mean, that alone, just being able to rescue Xantar the next time he falls off the boat... True. That'll yes. be worthwhile
1: just on its own. So be... does not
7: fall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but can she be trusted? OJ Simpson is OJ you are up and about again. <laughs> OJ,
2: you're not permanent member of group. Sorry. I
1: Just wanted to know. It's a good good point.
2: Do I get
0: to have a? do I get to Ethel, voice in Ethel, I know here? we
5: I know we just met. But in this situation, I would like you to make the decision.
2: <laughs> I think it's your call
5: I think after all we've been through It's your call, your
6: call.
2: Boat is
5: already very full <laughs> No, I am I agree with you, Xantar It is full, but we are catering to wet knees And whatever their names are I don't bother to remember them week to week
4: She glides back over towards the boat
5: None of them Quish, 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 such quish, a skill quish. as this one seems to have. Pardon <laughs> yeah. me. Um, uh, h- hold, please. Uh, we're not hold, sorry, please.
2: sorry. Ethel has not spoken. You spoke
6: I'm sorry. for four straight, straight minutes. Deciding
2: about a woman.
4: Your majesty, please. My apologies. Sorry.
6: I think there's only
0: one thing we can do here. One reasonable option. Mm-hmm. It's the same option you gave me. Bring up O.J. Simpson, see what she can do to him, and oh if she passes right. the test...
3: right? Yeah, it's
5: yes. true. Could she perhaps yeah. look into O.J. Simpson's future, see what he may do one day?
3: Orenthal! <laughs> come on up here. I
5: think
6: We've I can another,
3: take
6: her. Got another quick
3: uh, fiver that we need of you, and I push O.J. Uh, to the fore and say, uh, uh, Suki, uh, if you wouldn't mind... Uh, showing us what you're capable of on this gentleman here.
1: Uh, listen, I, 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 have, I have no problem with you. I, uh, I learned the hard way not to mess with new recruits. Um, <laughs> she
4: turns to the group. You want me to fight him?
3: Yeah, I mean, in whatever way you feel most effective. You, you don't,
5: don't have to kill him if if that's oh. against your moral principles, but at least put him down. You
2: know? Yeah. Come Talk on, him, man. Yeah.
6: Uh, d- d- Come him on, to man. do this alone. <laughs>
2: Use your water magic to fill his lungs with fluid.
4: <laughs> okay. Uh, if this the is Jesus what is you'd just like to start to feel good again. If this is what you'd like and how you allow people on your boat, uh, I will do this. What's she doing?
3: Uh, it's all right it's all right I kick him in the back down the gangplank oh god
4: why'd you you kick me (laughs) she lifts lifts him up she's so tall she lifts him up and places him next to her and pats him on the shoulder and takes a step back are you ready
7: ready for what 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 is she doing
4: and she puts her her arm out like kind of pointing a finger and from her back almost, a snake slithers coiling down her arm onto the ground and slithers up towards OJ. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 she says. <laughs> and the snake launches at OJ. Oh! <laughs> 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 just goes around his neck and starts to constrict him and
6: <laughs> laugh <at> him. That's a She's cool! The Jews strangle.
4: She Jesus looks around, straggle. not wanting to draw attention on the docks, and looks around, and uh, she goes, May I call him back?
5: Uh, as as this is happening, as OJ is thrashing on the on the ground, Atticus just turns to Aldo and is like, "The snake must have been a very good swimmer as well."
6: Yeah. <laughs> Water. All
3: uh, oh, oh, right. Probably. Yeah, it's yes. like a two for one deal for us. All right. Okay. That
5: that is enough. That is enough. Suki, rest let uh, release him.
4: <sighs> the snake goes back and. Ooh.
0: Did you now, hang hang on hang, just, hang on! hang on! Yes. Hang on! I've seen snake drummers in my day. <sighs> You better prove you can repeat that. Is that repeatable?
3: What? Yeah, I would. What do you mean? We would need to see it twice. I mean, that could be a one and done type deal. So do it OJ
2: again. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Santa I really movie, hates too. OJ. Uh,
4: I'm filming a movie next week. She says. <laughs> <laughs> the not juice my, is choking. Not on my watch. <laughs> no, you're not. No. Uh, she it does it again, wrong. but this time yeah. the snake. Bites O.J. Uh, on the arm. <laughs> oh, son oh, That's my actinol! <laughs> <laughs> bites Fuck. Us.
0: All right, I'm sold.
3: Right, beautiful. Fantastic. That's extremely effective.
5: Right, right. Come, come up here. Let us get you some shoes, at the very least.
4: No, right. sorry. i I prefer not to wear shoes. It's a choice. Not because I don't own them.
0: You want, like, a towel or something?
4: No, thank you. But thank you.
3: Oh, are you just always wet?
4: So, no. I'm that is not- a very rude question
3: to ask of a lady, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I will not stand for this.
4: I'm so tempted to say this meme, but I don't know if I could... Can I say a bad word on stream? Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm not going to say it. Yep,
0: say it. It's We've the- already crossed a bunch of lines. So. <laughs> I
4: don't even know if you guys would know it. It's the pussy stay wet with the fan on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm glad you said it, because I have nope. no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun.
4: Anyway. <laughs> that's Suki. So oh, hi. She, she corrects you. <laughs> she does. I'm not always wet. I'm not like a sweaty person or something. I swear I was swimming. I just crawled up on the dock, and I didn't have time to dry off yet.
5: But you are always barefoot.
4: Yes
3: like shoes well I mean we just wanted to ensure that you had the two things that we need out of people that we uh, associate with on this boat we've got a lot lot of uh, difficult times coming up we think of course as in the past two things we looked for character you've got to have a lot of character and you've got to have a lot of class so I'm interested in your character and class,
4: class that's so interesting that you ask well, uh, let me tell you a little bit about myself. <laughs> this is still
5: like we're yelling from the boat down to the
3: yeah. now, can I, I Still won't can let, I, let I, on the boat.
4: Let me tell you a dock. little about myself. <laughs> can I come on the boat? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. It's fair enough. Don't know me. That's fine. Um, I'm from Kyo- Kyonin originally. Right, Kyonin! Oh yes. yes,
5: the Land of the Elves of Yes
3: the elves.
4: But obviously I'm I was kidnapped, so I haven't been there in a while
3: Right, I'm we're not quite, heading in that direction
4: I'm quite old, are you? That's excellent No, we're, no,
3: we're not, we're heading in the opposite direction
4: Oh, okay um, I mean, if you're I'm, still
3: interested uh, I mean, so I think we can work something out But
4: I'm not trying to get back there Honestly, I'm 190 years old I've I've seen quite a lot, so I'm I'm sort of just Oh my Happy to be free again, and I can go off and do my own thing.
0: Where was the snake when you were being a thrall to some guy?
4: Oh, they um, they took him from me.
3: Oh, does your snake have a name? Yeah, that's a good, good question.
4: Share. Yes. Pepsi. What might it be? It's Pepsi. Pepsi.
3: <laughs> that is incredible. That is is incredible. I have a strange fascination with Pepsi. (laughs) And he pulls out the jar of homemade Pepsi from his satchel. I've got a whole jar of it. Leah. look, it's incredible. What an amazing coincidence. I mean, this is this is for ordained. This is amazing.
4: This is this is
5: indeed fate.
4: Wow. I didn't know that Pepsi was a liquid. I simply thought it was a fun word to say. I wonder if Pepsi would like Pepsi. Maybe he could try it.
3: I'll, I'll be happy to share some with him. Maybe he'd get along with the Werner here. And he, this little, uh, his tumour on the side of his neck starts squirming.
4: Oh, you, <laughs> you have a friend as well.
3: I do. He's a bit shy, but he mm. loves artificial Pepsi as well. Hopefully he'll love the real thing.
4: Anyway, um, I, I don't really know what else to tell you, um, aside from my druidic order, I suppose, which is wild. When I tell you, you're going to think it's crazy. It's wild. My druidic is order is wild. Oh,
6: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh,
3: no. What is it?
4: It's, wi-
5: uh, it's, it's, it's wild. What? I don't want Once to blow you up find your out. spot, but I know what wild druids do. That is
6: awesome. <laughs> so are we ever
0: going to learn what the order is? Uh.
4: Yep. And it's pretty wild. Um, and uh, metagaming wise, just so you, well, not metagaming, but outside gaming. I took a feat, which also gives me an animal companion. So I get best of both worlds. I get my oh. animal companion. I really built out this character in such a cool fucking way. So that power. is her, her, her animal power companion. Ganger. Power Ganger. Shut yeah. up. Shut up. Well, Shut your mouth.
2: We already have team member who lives in the wilds and can commune with animals. So thank you for coming. <laughs> But Xantar is already filling that position. Xantar,
4: you were not in my vision. Were you not on the beach?
2: No, I... And then he goes back to the crow's nest.
6: (laughs) I can tell
4: when an animal is so embarrassed, they have to leave, and that seemed to be that sort of situation. I'm so... I'm fine. Oh, okay. <laughs>
5: he's all right. Please, please do come aboard. Yeah, uh, please,
4: oh, please. Thank you, thank you. What a, a little help. Oh no, nah, he's
1: like swollen from the snake bite. <laughs> walk <laughs> it off, walk it off, outside. Oh, he's got like <laughs> sausage fingers.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I told him not to oh, use poison. You're, oh, not, you're not going to die. Oh,
7: no more, no more people on the boat. <laughs>
5: No, O.J., I guarantee you, you will not be asked to do such a thing again unless one of us should die.
4: Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus tired. O.J., Come on. would you introduce me to the people on the boat?
5: One by
7: one. <laughs> one by
4: one. <laughs> sure. And he does.
7: And so O.J.
4: Simpson
7: <laughs> introduces you to all 25 people on the boat. She doesn't
4: care. She does not ask for that. That was a joke. She doesn't give a shit. She just goes, that's a lot of people on a small boat. <laughs>
1: He's actually like Norberg now on Naked Bad. Oh Gun. yeah, he's on a wheelchair. Fucked <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> like a head bandage. Heroin um, prank. <laughs> so, uh, uh Sarasuki, uh, I've written your name as Sarasuki Sarah on I World love 20. it.
4: That's even um, better.
1: Sarasuki Sarah, Suki Sarah <laughs> joins uh, the crew. Uh, maybe a little reluctancy uh, on the part of some of the crew members to see this uh, sopping wet elf um, stroll, slosh on board. Um, and having seen what you did to O.J. Simpson, there's uh, a bit of fear uh, amongst the uh, people who are afraid of such magics. They are but simple fisher folk. Um, but you come aboard.
0: <clears throat> or maybe one of them is a senator. Maybe we'll never one know. of
1: them is a senator. I don't know, I feel like the Grey Gardener would have uh, picked them out. But uh, they're gone. And now Suki is aboard. A couple hours later, you see Skywind return with uh, whoever she went with. I think it was Dinky and uh, a couple others. Uh, She comes back, and the first thing she sees is Ethel and Suki aboard. And she's like, Aldo, (laughs) Atticus, Xantar, aboard.
5: Aye, aye, Captain.
1: Who are these people?
5: Well, we've come into contact with a few others we think can be effective in defending the birch, rather more than this lot. A sword we have hired in Ethel Merman. He is a mercenary, and he is quite skilled with magical blades.
1: Which one's Ethel? The, the wet elf, or the...
5: Ethel is the uh, small, weak-looking man. <laughs> the, th- the gaunt... Uh, Yes.
3: He's He's actually an enormous trapezoid
5: shape.
0: Yeah, (laughs) he just happens to wear glasses. So, I'm (laughs) sorry, myopia renders people weak in your
5: eyes. (laughs)
1: Yeah. A tiny man there. He, help us.
5: I know he doesn't look it. He looks like he's only good for whittling, but he can do so much more. And the elf, she, was on the beach in... It wasn't called Riverton, right? We're in Riverton now.
1: No, you're in uh, Debril now. Oh, it, it was, was
5: Riverton, Riverton. Yeah, she was on the beach in Riverton, a thrall to that maniac.
1: I don't understand. She's... We 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 left them behind. In fact, we saw him drown one of his companions.
5: Yes, she escaped in the distraction and swam for several miles. Flew for some as well. She is quite an incredible creature. A druid. A druid it lowers
1: his voice. I see. Sorry. Have you, uh, have you talked to them and and questioned them and feel that their uh, desires are true? Yes, well, uh, his
5: desires are simple enough. He wants money. He's really, he's trying to get a divorce or something. He's got, he owes alimony. I don't know, child support, something of that nature. And he desperately needs the cash, which to me is the most trustworthy way to get people to go on these sort of adventures. And she, uh, she has been stolen away, kidnapped, and, uh, far from home for very long. She is just looking for sanctuary, and I'm sure that you'd be willing to offer it,
1: knowing the kind of
5: captain you are.
1: Yes, well, perhaps this is a blessing, having lost two members of your team to bring two more on. Um, what
2: happened to O.J. Simpson? <laughs> he was tested and found wanted.
6: <laughs>
1: right, well... Uh, I'm back. I think we have enough supplies here that should last us a good 10, maybe even 14 days. Um, we'll see. Uh, the next leg of our journey will move quickly if the currents go our way. So let's board up and leave. Were there any other problems? And she's like now coming aboard, well, eyeing the new people.
3: We did have one other visitor. Uh, a a Grey Gardener, in fact. Who... What? yeah. I mean, she was looking for some senator, uh, Gargamel, Amelian, Emilio, I mean, I'm Emilio not, Gargamelian. A fat man. A
1: fat, fat fool, portly fool. Portly fool. And she thought he was aboard our vessel.
5: Oh, no, she funny. simply was checking every vessel is the uh, my understanding.
1: I see. yes, the Grey Gardeners are not to be trifled with. I'm surprised she found issue or they didn't know it was a woman, uh, found <laughs> issue with our vessel. Um, did she come aboard and, and search? Did she question you?
3: She did. She, she did. came on board and she went all through and talked to all 48 people and she seemed satisfied that this person was not on the board the boat, but it was, it was a bit nerve-wracking for us, I'll tell you that.
2: She did not find me, Boat Queen. I hid in the crows.
1: That's true. That's true. <laughs> Good, good, they are Most of them uh, magic users They have strange sorceries that they can use This is all the more reason for us to hurry and leave We don't want to cause any trouble here In this lawless nation Let's go Diggy And uh, you raise anchor uh, within the hour Within like 40 minutes And you're off and uh you know maybe that night is uh, there's some time spent where she uh she calls in Ethel and, and talks to Ethel to get to know you a little bit. She likes to know the people on her boat so that she can judge you to be trustworthy. She does the same with uh, suki so where uh, are you
0: where are you from originally i want I, I like to I like to know and she
1: tells you and into her whole backstory, <laughs> and uh, it's a real, it's a real good story um, that she tells you. And uh, Sue, if you ask any of those questions, she regales you with tales of her uh, time in jelly Access. What's and the
4: nicest thing you've ever done for someone? <laughs> you, guys,
1: you guys didn't tell for me. A all stranger, that. For a stranger, for a stranger. I let sorry. these 50 thralls fall. <laughs> <point laughs>
4: yes, 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 we're currently in the middle
1: of the nicest that. thing
6: she's
5: ever done.
1: Have you met I the
6: X-Lord? I killed I a guy
0: could. for free.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Sharky says Troy dodging like he's in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> so, whew, deflecting roleplay, deflecting roleplay, deflecting roleplay.
1: <laughs> well done. Um. So, yeah, you are, you are kind of off again, and uh, she doesn't have any uh, uh, stop in mind right now. She's really trying to make good time here where she had to add that stop in Riverton. You, know, you obviously lost time when uh, you know, your, your friends passed, and so now she wants to try and make up for lost time as best she can. You're about, um, at this point, uh, 610 miles and 52 days into your journey um so if you you know uh, hoping that the boat isn't uh, molested again you can dig back into your research uh, of the next uh, dream journey and uh, you had been uh, learning a few things about this next one the next item on the list is i believe a uh, idol of a lizard. Let's see what I have here in my notes. A green stone idol of a water lizard. So you were, uh, you were looking into that. Bokrug. Yes, you, uh, you found out that the, uh, the water lizard wasn't a lizard at all. It was indeed Bokrug. A great old one. An unimaginably powerful great old one. That is what this, uh, statue is a representation of. Um days pass and you learn some more things uh, you find in the Count's Notes a, a horrid treatise uh, collating rumors of all the great old ones um, asserting that, that Bokrug uh, lived in a vast unnamed lake somewhere in the Dreamlands um, and there was a, a, a race of alien creatures founded uh, a a city called Ib Ibi on the shores of this lake long long ago and they uh they built this city to (laughs) worship Bokrug. it was like built on this lake as they believed that the great old one Bokrug resided in this lake in the dreamlands and so they landed there and they built this uh city of stone to worship Bokrug. um and this idol of green stone was, was central to their rights. You continue reading and you find this, uh, several quasi-historical dissertations relating how Ib was destroyed by proud and warlike humans who were disgusted by the aliens, bizarre rights, and unusual, uh, physiognomy, um, is what it has here. They didn't like the way they looked. Um... And these humans were from a city called Sarnath. And after they destroyed Ib, uh, the, f- the folk of Sarnath carried away this strange green idol that was a big part of their worshiping rites, and they housed it in one of their temples. But evidently, uh, very soon thereafter, the idol disappeared, even though all of Ib, all of Ib's inhabitants were wiped out. The idol just up and disappeared more days pass and uh, luckily uh, even though uh, quarters are cramped uh, there's no more people signaling for help that then attack you and you're able to really dig into this research and you find the proper phrase to use the Dreamlands excursion ritual to take you somewhere now rather than uh, I learned the hard way in Nashville rather than just having you all roll these things and fail and then roll and fail uh, I have all the information so I rolled everything uh, to determine the results um, I also got rolls from most of you as well to kind of oh
3: that's what that was for yeah to
1: see in the middle what would happen so you failed the first night but you don't critically fail you failed again the second night but don't critically <laughs> fail that's uh, right came very close the second night but on the third night you succeed now how do you explain this yeah, process I was going to say
5: like we have to we have to role play this for an extended yeah. period of time so where are we going exactly <laughs> oh. we discussed this very briefly on uh, when we first met but now we are getting into the nitty gritty
3: this is Suki you really should be here too
4: oh no I already know about this
3: Well oh, you do you, n- <laughs> you know about all this <laughs>
4: Well, I mean, a bit. I do study dreams, of course.
5: Are you just oh. trying to end the show in two hours? <laughs> <it>? <laughs> because well
4: played. I, so, <laughs> I seem well. to know... All, what time is it? I seem to know all the information. Um, yada, yada, yada. We do the dream. Yada, yada, yada. Fight the beast or whatever. Um
5: Suki. Yes. Have you... Your magics, they are prime in nature. Have you ever crossed over into anything like the dreamlands.
4: No, not actually. I mean, I've astral projected, I studied zodiacs, uh, astrology, dreams, you name it. I've had plenty of time, and I thoroughly enjoy the work, but I've only really dipped my toe, you know, scratched the surface. And then I got kidnapped, and that took a lot of time away from my studies. So I feel... Kind of giddy to dive back in, but I don't know much about the Dreamlands. Is it one of those, if you die in the Dreamlands, you die in real life scenarios?
3: No. Uh,
2: It can mess you up, but you won't die in real
6: life. Be
2: wary, elf woman. Long (laughs) was I trapped in the Dreamlands. Suffering indignities at the hands of strange, fell creatures. Be wary, <laughs> lest the doom that came to Zarnath fall upon you.
4: Why would you? <laughs> and he scratches
2: that? himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't mean any disrespect, but could someone explain Xantar? Maybe a little later.
4: Does he talk me? like? Does he talk like that because of the Dreamlands? Probably. There was,
0: or his language center somehow left undeveloped by his time in the dreamlands
5: he is simply not as civilized as you miam
2: really? way of talking very
5: inconsistent is,
4: is he really a king <laughs> he
2: is yes yes, really? yes and
5: he would refer, prefer it if
3: you refer to him as your grace or your majesty ah oh. yes and uh, no direct eye contact oh uh, except uh, under the most extreme circumstances
6: only
5: speak when spoken to he spends a lot of time in the crow's nest so that his head can remain above ours just make sure your yeah. head never rises above his height it, it will be most difficult for you Suki you will probably mostly have to crawl around on deck
4: I also make extreme eye contact I've been towed before it's uncomfortable mm. at times as she makes well, extreme eye contact yeah. with everyone <laughs> if piercing he's a, green eyes
0: if he's a king what is he doing here with us
3: Uh, He is uh, temporarily uh, deposed. He searches
0: Ah, for
5: his mother. He's a pretender. He's an exile. I
2: protect these weaklings from the predators of the Dreamlands. Without me, they would long ago have had their souls stripped from their bodies. Was
7: Was it not I who rescued the last artifact?
5: Yes, it, it, was, ah! it was your grace was. You see what happens, Ethel, when you get him riled up Getting him worked
0: up I, My apologies, your grace, I didn't know I was just <laughs> curious uh, I, I, I bow to you And respect your sovereign majesty Over the, the zoogs, was it? Zoogs, yeah, correct I the point of, is, I kind
2: of climb, kind of up onto Ethel Merman a little bit, kind of just asserting dominance for a moment. <laughs> you <laughs> climb onto, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> just, like, are
0: you humping my shoulder? Uh, <laughs> <or>
2: I'm <laughs> picking, I'm picking uh, things out of your hair.
6: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> so this, once he uh, begins, it's best to just let him finish. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, and this is like Dreamland's behavior, this kind of thing. Can I expect this? No, no, this the is behavior. real world. Zoo
5: behavior.
4: Yes. Yeah, Suki Suki slow blinks at Xantar to see if he'll respond like a cat. She's trying to figure out what animal <laughs> what? he's most related to, uh, and when- she looks in slow blinking <laughs> respect and submission. <laughs>
2: yeah, when Suki uh, gives eye contact to Xantar, he sort of can't.
6: <laughs>
2: and
4: then he kind of, he does
2: crawl away like under like the bed like a cat.
4: <laughs> Suki takes note. Interesting. I'll try dog next time, perhaps.
5: The point is, Ethel, Suki, once we cross over, the ritual is very intense. It does not always succeed. And there is a great danger in even attempting it. So be on your guard should we fail. But should we succeed, we will enter a realm that is... Not reality, but will feel quite like it. There is a certain intoxicating feeling to it, the invincibility. But do not be too taken in by it. A death in the dreamlands has lingering effects in the real world. It is mental damage that you take.
4: Do you feel pain if you get hurt in the dreamlands?
5: You do. It's hard to explain. It's okay.
6: also euphoria. It hurts so good. It hurts good. <laughs>
5: but you also may you must be prepared to see things that your mind cannot quite comprehend in there.
4: And what exactly we, are we looking for? Sorry to interrupt. I'm just a bit confused about your end goal.
5: We are collecting certain artifacts so that we may reach one who knows more about our past. Aldo and I both suffer from amnesia as a result of uh, some of these dark magics. We seek to learn our past. And the man who knows it is in Casimir and has already, it appears, perhaps, crossed into the Dreamlands more permanently. We need these artifacts so that we can make the journey ourselves.
0: Uh, Great, thanks for all that Uh, Follow up question So our bodies are just gonna sit here On the boat Yes, have you seen Inception? (laughs) uh, I have seen Inception Uh, That was was a good one Uh, I was a little confused by the multiple layers But um, Is someone gonna like come down here? Are we like Pancake
2: in Basement Betty shall protect us
0: That was my question. Can we trust any of these randos on your boat not to stick our hand in a bowl of warm water or worse while we're we're going through this?
3: No, hasn't happened yet. Uh, So far, they've been trustworthy, so I think they've they've proven themselves. And uh, just have to have a little bit of faith. My old chum chucks him on the
1: shoulder. His giant trapezoidal shoulder. Pancake comes rushing down. Did you guys do your ritual yet?
4: <laughs> I'd like to be in a separate room when we do the ritual, with a lock from the inside.
7: Let me know when you go to sleep. Silence, Pancake! Back to your place! Oh. Oh. Pancake goes back, i <laughs> Silence, Pancake! Silence, Pancake!
6: <laughs> no, what
5: I believe is not only that they respect us and are appreciative of our saving them. But I believe, truly, they fear us. They fear what goes on down here. The captain herself is quite discomforted by it. But she knows it is the cost of our passage.
0: Well, um, I guess we should go, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. No time Tonight I feel we will definitely succeed. I have a good feeling about tonight as well, Elykos. Correct.
1: And you failed that night. <laughs> oh, <then> next night- <laughs> ah, You son of a bitch. But the third night, I think at this point Suki and Ethra are like, oh, yeah, sure, the Dreamland excursion ritual. Hey,
0: it's their money. <laughs> they want him to stand there where we hold the little tiny staircase. Hold the little I'm staircase.
1: Yeah, the first <laughs> night it just goes around and it's still really tiny. And you told them this whole story, oh, it's going to yeah, get bigger, right. and then you drop it. Uh,
6: oh! <laughs>
1: damn it! But the third night, sure enough, they begin and they pass it around. And Suki and Ethel, you see uh, this little tiny wooden staircase. And by the time it comes around to you, It's like grown four sizes and you're holding it with two hands and having to leverage it while you recite the words that they told you and then they hand it over again and it's like holding a a boulder until it comes back around to the last of you who drops it on the floor and there's a staircase just leading down into what you would assume is the sea. But Aldo and Atticus and Xantar have now taken these, this stairwell several times, so they walk down, perhaps beckoning you to follow. And you do. And immediately, when each of you enter the stairs, you turn back around and you don't see any of your companions. People that were right there behind you are gone. And you're just walking down and you feel like you should be underwater, but it's just a staircase that keeps going. And it's made out of like knotty, knobby wood. And eventually it's like carpeted. And uh, it looks to be this like purple uh, with gold filigree on the end, this carpet that stretches out until each of you find yourself in a, a an opulent feasting hall packed with thousands upon thousands of people Uh, enjoying a a, a grand feast. It looks like some sort of festival is happening. Uh, There are high arched windows on uh, three sides of this chamber as far as you can see. I mean, the, the, the space is huge and you're just immediately packed in uh, by people. There are golden torches affixed to the walls, uh, uh, illuminating this, this festive throng of people. There, you look up and you see balconies crowded with people and staircases winding up and over the vast hall. Uh, looking around you, all the attendees are draped in garments sewn from gorgeous silk satins and velvets they, their arms and their necks are hung with gold bands and, and some of them are these headdresses that go all the way up uh, studded with jewels with bright feathers coming out you see tables of uh, rich foods and intoxicating beverages lining the walls drawing these party goers who, who are like gorging themselves on the offerings and, and huddled closely in small groups and, and And even as your eyes begin to adjust, uh, intimate embraces. In fact, as you really start to take in the scene, almost everywhere you look, people are either stuffing themselves full of food, uh, like too much, too much food, or locked in like a carnal embrace. If you see into any shadowy hallways, you see people having sex in the hallway and like lots of people. It is not an orgy. It is just a full-on bacchanal Um, and and, and the guests who aren't engaged in either of those two things are at least locked in some sort of drunk conversation while everyone else is dancing dancing to this the otherworldly tones of an orchestra that you do not see that's composed primarily of flutes, pipes drums, it's this weird unsettling discordant music that everyone is way into um You think back, those of you that were at the Viscounts Ball, by comparison, that was just as crowded and and obviously problematic, but in much more subtle ways. It was still a a solemn, courtly affair, whereas this is just an unrestrained uh, Bacchanal. I smell
2: the scent of rutting.
6: (laughs) 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 Rutting and hot dogs. (laughs) Yeah, I take
1: some food off the table and eat it it is delicious just like a turkey leg dripping with grease down your chin uh and you are just prompted to like tear into it while your other hand is grabbing the other one you can't get enough of it in your mouth it's so good um I had mentioned there were some windows on three of the walls, but you see the north and northwest wall of the the ballroom that you find yourself in. bears no windows, and in fact, it's it's constructed of what looks like thick slabs of stone that just go up. It's much taller uh, than the rest of the walls. Uh, that are abutting it. It goes up and up. There's no adornments, no windows whatsoever, just the torches uh, that are all about. You do see uh, what looks like a plain stone staircase carved into uh, the middle of the wall, but it's partially uh, concealed by thin screens, kind of like a casino. They don't want you to see the exits. Um, And as each of you just find yourselves in this space, you look around, and you don't see any of your allies. You are just alone oh. in this party.
4: What do you want to do?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's thousands of people, and you're alone.
4: Suki is fascinated because she studies dream lore. And now to be in the dreamlands, like, viscerally experiencing the dreams of many, the dreams of someone, an unknown person... And she's kind of, like, muttering as she walks around. She's like, it's fascinating. Food often represents emotions in dreams. And here we have a feast that would represent the overindulgence, the greediness, the selfishness, and the carnal lovemaking, of course, adds up. And she's just, like, muttering and, like, is fascinated by this and doesn't even realize that she's not with the group. Completely forgot about them. (laughs) And she's, like, enthralled. She's just like, oh, wow, what's behind this? She just walks around.
1: Xantar, you're still chowing on that food? He's climbed onto the table now. <laughs> and no one gives you a second look. There are okay. three other people on the table as well, just pouring gravy on each other.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That pretty awesome, honestly.
2: <laughs> a little jealous of us. Um, I approach and sniff at the people pouring gravy on each other and try to see if they appear to be under some sort of spell whether they seem completely conscious or zombie like give me a perception check yep let me do that
7: got <laughs> it i got one it one is I got pouring it. a little <laughs> gravy bowl the other
2: one's doing it
1: <laughs> perception check oh come on oh there we go 15 <laughs> Fifteen. Um, they appear to just be really intoxicated and they find this to be hilarious. And if you come over and start smelling them, they just like splash a little gravy on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh,
6: I just join them. And you just join uh, the gravy, sure, gravy. It's delicious.
1: It's delicious. Uh, it's and it's so good. I mean it's just like warm but not too hot. it doesn't burn your throat. it just goes down thick and it feels so good mixing with that turkey leg and they're in it and uh it starts to get a little sexual they between them they're not sure where you stand on that, but now, clearly, Troy, the invite let's role play this fully uh- <laughs> okay um. One of them reaches into your pants. No, it's uh, it. It seems like the invite is open if you wanted to join them. Um, but
2: I think a- Xantar is not quite that bestial. I think he's uh, he's wary. He knows the Dreamlands are filled with uh, ruses and tricksy illusions, and uh, he sort of uh, backs away when it gets that serious. It
1: gets a little steamy. They start ripping yeah. each other's clothes and pouring gravy on it's a food sex party. Um Ethel, this is very new to you, I imagine. Not, maybe not what you signed up for.
0: Yeah, I think Ethel's a little bit wary of everything and suspicious. So I think he when he realizes he's uh, lost his companions, he's just trying to play it cool and uh, keep his eyes out for anything that might point to the the, the little green statuette that we're looking for. Um, can I roll a perception to see if I see anybody wearing anything? Yeah, or absolutely if I see it in the decoration perhaps. Cracked die. Okay, uh, natural 18
3: for a 33. Nice.
1: Um, you look around, and uh, they're, like as I mentioned, there's a lot going on, a lot of people. It's hard to really take stock of anything because it's hard to see over the crowds, um, but you don't see any idol on display um, or anything that really stands out, like they're worshipping something. They just seem to be... Having a big old party. Uh, it's a lot of people. It's almost uncomfortably packed in here. It's hard to maneuver around. Uh, as you're standing there, maybe a a, a guy with like a big uh, Ambrose Burnside uh, handlebar mustache comes up to you and goes,
7: <laughs> "You having trouble too finding uh, finding a partner, as it were?" <laughs>
0: listen man after my last divorce i don't i'm just not interested not right now it's just too it's just the, the pain just hurts too much it's hurt it's like it's like get into your it's your heart right like rend your heart open and then what are you supposed to do go on and move on with your life i mean that's your that's your heart right there
7: no 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 the best medicine you can
0: take is more of the good stuff you know what
7: i'm talking about i've been trying all night and striking out um
0: have you considered it might be your facial hair? I don't want to. I don't want to judge. But
7: oh, are you kidding me? This is the ladies love this. The men too. Perhaps uh, you and I could go into a hallway and see what happens.
0: Uh, no, uh, thanks for the invitation. But like I said, heart ripped our open, pain lingering effects of uh, you know being in love with someone and then them telling you they're not in love with you anymore. It's uh, it's deep. It hurts, it hurts, it hurts deep,
1: man. He, he leans for it, you can smell wine and, and liquor on me. He's like, I could be your heart's medicine tonight.
0: <laughs> That's very kind of you. Uh, actually, I'm looking for somebody who might know something about a lizard.
7: Lizard? Ha, 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 ha! Now we're talking! I don't know anything about a lizard.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna go... Uh, over there,
1: told me. <laughs> <laughs> he starts. Good luck. Humping <laughs> a roast beef. Uh, what is Aldo doing?
3: Aldo is sort of just walking down this, the rows of people, just like passes by. Hey, eye. Hello. Ooh, people that looks a bit uncomfortable, eh? He's just like going, <laughs> he's going by, and uh, I'm going to do a perception check as well. Okay. Uh, that is a 28. Okay, what are you looking for in particular? I am looking for any evidence of this, uh, idol
1: that we're looking for. Okay, so you too try to take stock of this room, and, and, and same as Ethel, you don't really see anything matching uh, you know an idol of a, a green idol of a green water lizard or anything like that there's nothing jumping out at you however you do see a woman uh, looking at you and she has like blue stained teeth because she smiles at you uh, she's completely bald uh, except for like a little uh, round circle of hair and she just smiles. She walks over uh, slowly towards you. Um, It almost looks like she's draped in um, like a bunch of handkerchiefs that you can almost completely see through. And she points at you. Doesn't get too close, but she's like, you are not from around here. No,
3: good eye. Uh, Yeah, good on you. No, I'm I'm actually uh, just visiting.
1: Yes, Uh, visiting. In fact... You aren't even from where you're from. Is Yuna
6: correct?
3: Yuna, is it? Um, well, yes, I suppose. Uh, it's one way of putting things. Do you know who you are? Uh, it's a complicated question. I, I have some idea. Uh, uh, you seem to uh, know a lot yourself seem to pierce the veil of uh, what I'm what, what's uh where are you from
1: she looks at her them. handkerchiefs as you say veil yes yes pierce the veil I see something in you. So many people here yet your voice was calling to me screaming to me are you
7: sad?
3: Well, I mean, we all have our days, but, uh, no, I mean, I'm generally a fairly upbeat person, I think. Do you think you would be more happy if you went home? And he thinks about it for a second, he's like, "Ooh, uh, yeah, I mean, there would be, uh, benefits to going back and drawbacks, I mean uh, yeah I, I, I could do, but I'd, I'd hate to at the same time I've got friends here and you see some of them waiting over there I, I don't know, I'd hate to leave them in the lurch
6: hmm. but what of your other
7: friends the ones you left
6: behind
7: they must
3: really miss you friends and, what were you going to say yeah he gets and then he, he does like get sad he de- like he he definitely is homesick uh, but he's also a very much a wanted man
1: back where he's from and she so, just like closes her eyes and like again lifts her hand towards you now getting a little bit closer and she's like she misses you she calls for you when she's awake, and when she's asleep. Why did you abandon her? Why?
3: And he like he's shaking his finger at us. He's like, "All right, now, now you just hold on one moment." Now, now, where, where are you getting this from? Who have you been talking to? I don't talk to
1: anyone. I just listen starts to walk away to blend into the crowd. He's like
3: sweating a little bit. He's like looking around. He's, uh, he pours himself. He grabs a, a cup off of one of the tables. And he pours himself a little homemade Pepsi. <laughs> takes a little bit of a sip. He's just sort of like
1: padding, Werner, like in his in his goiter. Then we cut to Atticus, and Atticus, your mind has been addled ever since you left the necropolis in the Dreamlands, where you died, and you awoke on the material plane with this nagging feeling of uh, of, of uh, a delusion that this new person that was brought aboard Ave Maria was out to get you. But now that you uh, find yourself here in this party, that feeling, which was still lingering even after her death, is completely gone. You don't feel delusional at all.
5: Do I recognize that it's gone, or just don't think of it?
1: You just feel like confused. Kind of like, wait, you know like you wake up from a dream and you're like, wait a minute, was that am I dreaming still, or is that still real, that moment where you can't quite suss out was I ever mad at her? Mm-hmm. Maybe I just dreamed that I was mad at, her, mad at her, or thought that she was evil. And now you find yourself here in this party and people are taking an interest in you because you're the only rat folk at the party.
5: This is exactly where I was going to I was going to change things up here um, can I get out of sight like is it possible to just like casually slide, slide behind a curtain or into a small whatever uh, room or cubby where there isn't prying eyes
1: oh yeah I mean uh, I've been watching a lot of House of the Dragon uh, you know it's like being at one of those uh, brothels in King's Landing you're just walking through these hallways right. it's just people making love in the darkness Their silhouettes um, so I you think he's rather
5: well dressed, that. right? But I want to—I want to try something that I, I've never done before. So he, first thing he's going to do, is quickly, uh, he's going to cast mage armor on himself. <laughs> when he sees that he's alone, he feels a little unprotected, so he's going to cast mage armor on himself. And then, can I? I, I want to do something that takes ten minutes of. Preparation? Can, can I have, like, ten minutes to do something?
1: Yeah, um, you know, from time to time, people might come and proposition you, and you can wave them away, and if you get involved in some sort of casting, uh, if anything, you'll draw a small crowd, but people are so wrapped up in what they're doing, you're away from the main action, and it's
6: dark. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, so this comes from my arcane thesis, like, my first level wizard, like, you choose a path, like, when you first start. And this comes from my arcane thesis, and I've never used it. And it's it's an ability called spell substitution. Mm. So I can take 10 minutes and unprepare any spell slot and prepare something else in that slot with mm. from my spell book. And so mm. what I want to do is I want to, like taking this all in and feeling alone, not knowing uh, where I am and seeing that I'm the only rat folk, mm-hmm. I want to unprepare invisibility sphere which is a third level illusion spell that like hides you and all your allies in like a sphere mm-hmm. i want to unprepare that and i want to replace it with illusory disguise heightened to third level which will allow me to completely change my appearance my scent and my voice and even allow me to like imitate an exact person but in this case I don't have an exact person to imitate, but I just want him to walk back, do this, like, you know, this preparation, and then cast illusory disguise and walk out as, like, a halfling, basically. Okay. (laughs) Like, uh, not a rat folk, and completely different voice, completely different look. So he comes out, and he's, like, he's got, like, these you know, well-dressed and kind of done up, but he's got, like, this, like... (laughs) you know, seventies hair like this long blonde hair. That's like kind of in his face and a little scraggly. And, uh, he, uh, you know, bright blue eyes, very attractive. And, uh, and he just starts like walking through, you know, back to the party. Can I do all that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. That 10 minutes passes. You're able to take on, uh, the guise of a halfling. And when you walk out, um, you're immediately accosted by someone who walks by and looks at you and says, you,
7: why aren't you celebrating?
6: Look uh, around
7: you, everybody's eating and drinking, and you look like you can drive us home in a horse carriage.
5: <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm behind on drinks. I had one and I lost my cup. Where can I get another? Can I get some wine? Where's the what? wine? There's
7: just wine everywhere, please.
1: And He just grabs, like, from a table, a, uh... A- Full glass of wine that was sitting there, like most parties uh, yeah, in yeah. my house at the end of the night. Uh, yeah, yeah
7: <laughs> drink this! Cheers! Uh,
1: cheers! To and, and, to and, and the and what is
7: this city in Manasana. <laughs>
1: okay. Wine goes all over your hands, and
5: he- right, and he like puts it up and just like dribbles it on his face and onto his clothes, but doesn't actually drink any of it. Just kind of like splashes it on himself and like acts like he's inebriated, uh, and it's just like. It's my first time at the palace. What? what my first time! It's your first time yeah. at the palace, and you
7: picked this year to come celebrate! Yeah, oh, that's it. Say, well, if you're going to pick a year to come, this is the year because we're celebrating the 1,000th year since the destruction of the city of Ib. It's a celebration that happens every year, but tonight... Tonight is the millennial celebration. This is why there's tens of thousands of people who've come to Sana for a party that stretches all over the city. How did you get into the palace? If this is your first time, usually newcomers are are left out in the tents outside. Uh, To be honest with you, I think I've
5: had a bit too much to drink. I don't really even remember. I was with some friends. They got me in, I think, but then I lost them. I was, uh having a good time with the lass back there in that uh, little, uh, you
3: know. I you know. Him.
5: And I, I lost track of my friends, and so I'm just kind of alone now. Where, where are you headed?
7: I'm, uh, I'm just looking for a good time. That's what I'm doing. I've had a little bit too much to drink, so now I'm going to have some more to eat, and then I'll have some more to drink and just rinse and repeat and see where I end up in the morning. Uh, oh, well,
5: I'll do the same.
7: All right, high five.
1: let <laughs> Oh, go Uh... Oh, and he walks away. Let me go and back he's to turning, two. he's looking okay.
5: around. I mean, like, I know it's... I, I'm going to roll a perception. I, I know it, it feels kind of, like, fruitless, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Because he's looking around, and he's looking... That's a good roll. He's looking for uh, any indication of, like, an upstairs or an, 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 a cordoned-off area or a, a forbidden area or anything like that. Uh, just... Uh, Hearing around that is a 30 30 okay. perception
1: uh, well I was ready to cut to Suki so I will say that you see Suki as you're looking around and you two make eye contact with each other
5: well she doesn't know me
1: she doesn't know oh that's right so you see yeah. Suki she doesn't <laughs> see you um, and you're looking around and I mean there's staircases going all the way up and there are people just draped over them, either drunk or in the throes of passion. Uh, nothing seems to be off-limits. Uh, the only area that doesn't seem to have much uh, egress is that staircase that's partially hidden behind screens. Um, uh, you've seen a couple of people come and go from there, but for the most part, it doesn't look like anything's really off-limits here. Um, and then from what you've heard from this uh, guy that just high-fived you, uh, this party goes out of the palace and stretches through the entire city. Um, so it's it's a free-for-all. All
5: right, well, he's going to start making his way across to Suki once he recognizes her.
4: And Suki is looking through him, because she doesn't realize who it is, <laughs> at the staircase with the screens. Because she's been, like, kind of looking around and taking everything in. And it's, in her mind, like, the way the dream world is, she's like, the things that seem out of place are usually, like, the mess-up in the dream world. The thing they didn't want you to see. Uh, That doesn't make sense. So she's like, it's so strange that there are these two main staircases. And then there's this like other staircase, you know, that doesn't quite add up. So she is starting to walk towards that. And she's basically going to walk right by you, Joe. She's just like (laughs) moving through the crowd, like looking straight ahead, bumping into people, doesn't care.
5: He's like, Suki.
4: It's me. It's Atticus. She looks looks down. Oh.
5: (laughs)
7: This is, this is Dreamland's Atticus. (laughs) (laughs)
4: she goes wait if you look like that what do i look like
5: no you look the same that's how i could
4: recognize you oh why do you look different
5: i didn't want to stand out i don't like being around these people in my suffice it to say it's easier to pass through undetected if you look like them
4: Mm. understood and she takes her hair and puts it in front of her elf ears, uh, and she says, you see that staircase? Oh, let me lift you up. She raises him a little bit. it's Dep- Sorry. Lift me! Sorry. Okay. <laughs> see it just fine. Sorry, you look like a child in this form, no offense.
5: Oh, I'm fine. Are
4: that you staircase? going up there? I don't, I don't know. It, it seems odd, out of place. It does. And I thought I would go have a peek. Would you like to come? It is-
5: Beckoning us, isn't it?
4: Let's go. Okay. Where's everyone else? Uh,
5: I'll look around to see if I can see anyone as we go up a couple I'll steps. Do a, I'll do a perception, too. Getting a little, too. Bit height, uh, little bit of height. Uh, that is a terrible...
4: I got a 32, and I'm I taller. I'm taller than him.
7: Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Suki, what do your elf eyes see? What do your elf eyes see?
1: You, uh you immediately see Xantar. Xantar, what are you doing?
2: Xantar is... gravy.
4: I don't want to um, know. Gravy?
2: Xantar <laughs> is, <laughs> is covered in gravy. Um, <laughs> and uh, when the people made sexual passes at him, that just happened, and he's currently like pushing them off the table and swatting at them with his hands and going,
6: ah, 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 ah.
1: So that's very. Uh, you can see that. That's probably happening about fifty feet away from you. You see him standing on a table, and there's two people, like half naked, covered in gravy, giving him odd looks.
4: We should. We should go grab him. Yes. <laughs> he All seems. Up- I
5: work to disguise us.
4: He seems upset. So pointless. <laughs> he seems. He seems very agitated, like a caged, like a caged rat. I'm going to go help him. <laughs>
1: As you're walking towards uh, Xantar and and Aldo, you're still kind of wrapped up in that weird uh, conversation with uh, Yuna uh, and Ethel. uh, I'm kind of muttering. I'm just muttering to Werner, like in my neck.
3: I'm I'm having some unheard conversation with the hedgehog.
1: And what are you doing, Ethel?
0: Uh, At this point, Ethel is just like leaning up against the wall next to these two people who are having sex, and they're just (laughs) going at it, and he's just like, and then she said... She said, Look, (laughs) you can't tell me. You can't tell me to fall back in love with you. And I was like, I know you're right. That's true. <laughs> but at the same time, we have children together. So maybe we can try to work this out. Maybe we can go talk to somebody. That's it. Uh, you want to work on this? Re- and they just are just kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. While doing their while thing. While having yeah, sex. While time. doing the deed. <laughs> <laughs> love that.
6: Well, while and you're all,
0: maybe he sees what he's like, all right, I gotta go. Oh, I gotta go. Yeah, have fun. I'll, I'll,
3: you're God. busy. I'll, I'll you're leave
0: Busy. You. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to somebody else. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I don't, I don't mean to be such a downer. Ah, Okay.
1: <laughs> you're, you're all uh, kind of wrapped up in your own thing. Atticus and uh, Suki find each other. You see Xantar. You start walking in that direction. Aldo is talking to Werner. And Ethel, maybe you even uh, see Xantar's uh, antics as well above the din of everything else that's going on. But as all of that is happening, your conversations and, and the entire party is interrupted by shouts of terror that seem to be coming Mm. from above, uh, on the balconies, on the staircases above, Um, and the music that you hear uh, stops, and you see panicked, screaming people just, like, pushing and shoving each other down these fanciful staircases and along the balconies. In fact, uh, you see one body just, a boom, fall onto a table, and fucking turkey and gravy and food goes everywhere, Uh, and... Then, near that staircase that Atticus and Suki were walk, walking towards, you see this small rivulet of water start to spill, like into the hall. Uh, and people are now like running uh, out down that staircase and crowding into the already overcrowded uh, palace ballroom. And uh, let me see here lost my notes. Oh, yeah. Uh guy's just like, ready? He's like,
7: the lake waters! The lake waters! They've risen to the top of the seawall! Uh, threatening the entire
1: city! And then all of a sudden, these, like, four creatures come into the room. And, I mean, they, they look like... Uh, Kind of sickly green humanoid shaped figures with strange looking ears and like these big flabby lips, but they have an almost ghostly frame to them like you can see through them. Uh, However, it does look like they have frog-like faces, yet only empty sockets stare uh, from where their eyes should be. That is so scary. They just come floating (laughs) into the hall, and as they do so, they're just, like, mauling partygoers with one strike. Just like, and somebody just, like, crumbles to the ground, crumbles to the ground, and they're just slaughtering people. Roll for initiative. Oh, my God. Okay. While you roll for initiative, I will take you... TO THE MAP! Oh.
5: Whoa, whoa, look at all the party-goers!
1: Oh, uh, no. I'll do a little zoom-in on what these ah. things oh, oh, my god. god. So it's like a more Uh, ghostly ah. version of that. Like, this is more of a corporeal image, but imagine a more, uh, like, you can almost see through it. Their their bodies are transparent and just, like, black sockets where eyes should be. Uh, And, uh, you know, this is a representation of uh, of a scene here that is actually out of control. And you'll see you are placed throughout the hall here. There's Xantar way down the bottom talking with the gravy sex couple. There's Ethel watching a couple people bang. Uh, Atticus <laughs> and Suki are over here uh, heading in the direction of the staircase, which is uh, right behind those screens. And then Aldo, uh, you're up here uh, in the northern part of the ballroom. What you couldn't see if this was a full map is like it would be uh, 20, 30 times the size of this. Um, but you guys were all right here. Xantar, what did you get? I got a 14. 14, okay. Uh, I wrote Sarah, but Suki?
4: Either's fine. Uh, <laughs> I got a nat 20 for a 37.
2: Whoa, 37. somebody's going first!
1: Atticus.
3: Atticus got a 28.
1: 28, okay.
4: Aldo?
3: Uh, I also got a nat 20 for a 31.
4: Yo. Uh,
0: Holy smokes.
4: Uh, Ethel. Zonis.
0: Ethel got a natural 19 for a 36.
4: Jeepers.
0: <laughs>
1: Amazing. Okay, so now this map is at best a representation of what's going on here, at least with the pawns that I put on here. Because there are so many people, and imagine several now dead bodies around the feet of these creatures, every square is difficult to ramp. Because uh, you're like climbing, over, pushing past people, climbing over bodies on the ground as they just maul their way into the room. And again, this little rivulet of water uh, coming out. And you realize now that this must be, uh, this giant wall that was unadorned must be some sort of seawall. Um, but, you know, that's why it's so tall is to protect uh, the, the waters from coming over. And the fact that there's water coming in is very disturbing. But you have bigger fish to fry, and I believe uh, we're gonna kick things off with Suki. Suki,
4: um, so I have um wild empathy. Can I do a free action and say like I'm using my wild empathy to talk with the creature? Like in a not talk, but like get a vibe. Like, are these creatures going to attack us? What like what's the vibe?
1: They're killing they're everyone. They're slaughtering everyone. At they're the slaughtering right. everyone. They, you know, I'm going to they... give this to you as a free action. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> What's the vibe? of You know
1: of, what? Th- uh... it, you, you actually get the sense that they're going to kill everyone but you.
4: Oh. That they're in fact going to
1: make you their queen.
4: <laughs> All right. <laughs> and you should side with them. I'm new to oh, playing you... a druid. I'm like, should I kill the animals? <laughs> 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 they're animals. They're, they're hum- not are animals. They, are they humanoid? <laughs> they're not animals. Are they animals. humanoid? What are they? They're not animals. They're incorporeal yeah oh
3: they're ghosts The are horrible ghost frogs
4: okay she's asking the group she goes oh horrible ghost frogs okay got it yeah just making sure um she goes dreams are crazy uh and then she <laughs> sure are, yeah,
6: sure are. <laughs> dreams are sure crazy are. man
4: she's <laughs> has her dreams hands together and she's going to cast electric arc at the first two creatures uh that are closest to her, 25 feet in front of her. So the two
1: guests directly in front of you?
4: No. (laughs) What do we do? She says to Atticus, she says to Atticus, excuse me, pardon me, and she scoots him a little bit and then slaps her hands together and casts Electric Arc, and you have to make a... 25 basic reflex. Okay,
1: a little basic reflex. Uh, The first one uh, fails with a 20, and the second one uh, fails with a 16. So not a critical fail. Amazing. uh, But two failures.
4: Nope. Okay, so failure, you take full damage. So that's going to be... That's going to be... Uh, 16, 16 uh, electric damage.
1: Okay, so you fire off this electric arc, it z- 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 jumps to the other one, and does it hurt them? Yes. Does all that damage go through? It doesn't appear to. Um, like I said, you can see right through them, so you were able to damage them, but they are still pressing onward right as you hit them, they like lash out and rip at the face of this poor uh, woman uh, who was standing right there and her face just like is torn off of her body and she crumbles to the ground. Just like, oh, oh, shaking. Oh. Any actions left?
4: Uh, she's going to... Mm, that was two actions. She could move. Now nah, she doesn't really want to move any closer to them. She's going to stay where she is. want
1: to go talk to them and see what they're planning? No, never mind. (laughs) Forget it. Uh, All right, yeah, with the difficult terrain, uh, you would be very limited in how far you can go. Um, Let's see what old Ethel Merman... Let's see if you hired the right dude for the job. Ethel, you're a little far away from the action here, surrounded by sexy people.
0: It's true. Can I have control of my pawn on roll 20? I'll allow it. Um, so <laughs> Ethel is going to have to double move because of the difficult terrain to get to the uh, amphibious fellow, uh, the southwestern amphibious amphibious fellow. Um, but when so he's going to double move up there, and uh, in the process he will reach down into seemingly nothingness, and he will draw out uh, his warhammer and his hatchet, uh, and then uh, uh-huh.
1: you should be able to control him
0: now. Great. Yep. Uh, and then he gets there, and he will take a swing with the Warhammer. Okay. Uh, that is natural one.
1: Oh, oh Matthew. No. I mean, I think you're months long. That's your
0: stream. start? Yeah. That is your start of the campaign? I've been hot all episode. I've been rolling 18, like 17, 18, 19, and then natural one on the first.
1: Nat episode. one. Uh, that is going to be a, a fan fumble, which is universally beloved by the fan base. Um uh, <laughs> Which is why we continue to use them. <laughs> um, um, so, no
0: no confirmation, right? In two, we.
1: No, no, no. Europe, we make up this as we go along. What uh, you want to pick a uh, a city that will also not anger anyone?
0: Uh, yeah. Let's go with uh, Frankfurt AM.
1: Frankfurt, AM.
0: Yes.
6: Okay. There's
1: two
0: Frankfurts in Germany. AO.
1: I see. I thought you were giving us the time. Frankfurt. I
5: just want to let you guys know. Whenever you pick any other country, it's just Sweden. That, that's where <laughs> yeah, that's right. where the fumble comes from. Yep. Possibly the UK. If you pick anything closer to the UK <laughs> yeah. than Sweden, Sweden
3: and the UK are getting badly overrepresented by our fumbles. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Huge let's see what let's see what happens. I try to I try to throw a bone to our German listeners, but
5: oh, you got pretty close. Uh, all right, this one is from Christian in Denmark. Hi, Christian. There you go. All right. Okay. Christian in Denmark. A Dane. Um, (laughs) A Dane.
6: A veritable Dane.
5: I implore you to reconsider. As your attack whizzes past your target, you attempt to calmly say, I implore you to reconsider, to dissuade your target from attacking. Your demeanor, however, is panicked and, frankly, a bit overacted. Your target clearly senses a weakness in you and does not even reconsider your target gains two extra actions on their next turn. If they attack you, if your charisma is at least 14, reduce it to one extra action.
0: Believe it or not, Ethel Merman's charisma is only a 12.
5: no. Oh, <laughs> oh, so dude, so gets two more actions. Two oh, have five extra actions. actions if they
2: attack you, Hmm. I wonder.
0: <laughs> I wonder what Troy
6: is going <laughs> to do. Well, that fan well. fumble
2: is op. Nerf that fan fumble in two
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. Thank you, Christian. You wacky
6: Thanks, Dane. Christian,
1: <laughs> you wacky Dane. Um i right. I'll uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll remember that. Um, in the meantime, it is Aldo's turn. Aldo, are you sh- are you out of this? Are shaking out of this? Yeah, I, I I hope this sure, is come. right because
3: I, I I put the petrified condition on my hero lab sheet and it I can't get rid of it because it showed up, petrified character shows up as an item in your, in your inventory, <laughs> and so it's so I'm overburdened like wildly and I cannot get rid of this thing so, I'm, well, I'm out of the seat the my pants. But okay, uh, first I'm going to do. do play. Uh, yeah, hurry, uh, right. we need you. Uh, so. Hi. I would love to do a lore check to see if I can identify
1: something about these creatures. Okay. Now we're talking. Uh, Yeah, give me a lore. Maybe religion, history. Uh, I'll do a history. Okay. I'll do a history. Uh, That's a 30. Okay. These seem to be shades of the original inhabitants of Ib. These amphibian-like creatures... That were just worshiping the great old one Bokrug, but the, shade, the the these ghostly forms have returned, perhaps to enact vengeance while celebrating the destruction of their city. Uh, as Atticus found out, that that's what this is. It's the one thousandth year since that shit town was destroyed by Sarnath. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Well, now they're back. It seems. I uh,
0: can't tell you how perfect this setting would have been for Sir Julian.
1: Yeah
3: between would have
0: all and the and the ghost and the ghostly enemies.
3: It's a you know, perfect it. confluence of all of her interests.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Also would have been great for a cleric. <laughs> An a unnamed cleric.
4: Yeah, no, the cleric was bad. We all can agree. We all hated that <laughs> cleric, so it's good that she's gone. Dead.
1: She was great, whatever her name was. Yeah. But in the meantime, something important you need to know. Uh, they have resistance to all damage. Five. And, uh, except, uh, you know, ghost touch, force, positive energy would break through that. However, any non-magical source, it's, uh, resist, uh, 10.
4: Ugh,
1: so if you just, like, go wow. to stab it with a non-magical weapon, it's, a uh, DR 10. Okay.
3: Uh, so Aldo is going to move to a seldom-used pouch on his bandolier, and he's going to pull out this little spring-loaded canister. And he, he shouts out, The ghosts act accordingly! And tosses this thing at the closest ghost to him. Okay. Uh, oh my god. Okay, that is a 34 to hit.
1: Ooh, nice. Uh, 34 is a critical. Yes!
5: Oh, okay. Amazing.
1: Yes. Okay, where it's not a natural 20, we won't do a fan crit, but that'll be double okay. damage. Okay. So... I hit
3: this thing with a, a ghost charge.
1: Oh, nice. So that does ghost touch? It basically uh, is the effect of ghost touch? It just oh, does positive damage. Oh, positive no? damage. Okay, great.
3: It's so just like a ex- like, uh, mixture of chemicals and salts, and
1: it's like the, yeah, it's like salt on a slug. Perfect. So that is 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. All right, so that all goes, positive through. All goes um, through. And then... What about the people around him? They They, they take splash damage? They don't, no. Because uh, okay, I have the uh, ability where it's like I can exclude people around. And they're just like, ah! As they're yeah. holding their clothes together. Yeah. Um, do you have any actions left? Or was drawing the second action uh, okay. No, I have one one more action. Okay. And I'm going to throw another ghost charge.
6: Bump, 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 bump.
3: Uh,
1: that's an 18. 18 is a miss, but not fun. Okay. Funny.
3: They will take one point of splash positive splash damage ah!
1: It is now Atticus's turn. Atticus, you are a halfling.
6: <laughs>
5: yes, I am. I don't From what are from what we were studying, I mean these things, they hold the idol? Like um. it was their people's idol.
1: They yes. worshipped
5: the god of the idol we're looking for?
1: From your, as you were reading through Lal's uh, notes, you found that long ago there was a city uh, known as Ib, this civilization, and they had this idol that they would use to worship uh, Bokrug, who they think uh, lived in this lake. But then the city of Sarnath came over and just destroyed them, took the idol, put it in their temple, like as a war trophy, and, the t- and shortly thereafter the idol disappeared. This is all right out of Lovecraft, too. This is all from, like, one of his really early short stories. All yeah. this stuff. It's awesome if you're into yeah. that. It's pretty cool.
5: Uh, so, I mean, I'm just wondering if there's any, whatever, like, why don't we just kill these people with them? I'd be like, yeah, man, fuck these guys. Let's go get that idol. like. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around why these
2: guys are the enemy.
4: I asked Troy that, and you all made fun of me. And Troy said, they're killing everyone. And I said, okay.
2: We thought you were talking so why about don't the you try thing? to parley with them? Maybe they won't parley, but you could try. I mean, you, <laughs>
5: Sid, to be fair, your question was, are they trying to hurt me? <laughs> that, that's a very different question than from what I'm asking. I know they're trying to hurt me. Um, but yeah, I don't know parlaying with them. Again, these like, are
1: like... there is There are no eyes there. They just seem to be like... Yeah. Uh, okay, raising. and
5: I, he'll just try to, to do damage. You're not so. wrong,
1: though. Like, these people are the... The Sarnath people are the assholes.
5: Right, exactly. So, all right, well, I'm not going to... They don't seem, yeah, particularly intelligent. They seem like soldiers. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and... Uh, Try to, I'll try to hit them. So uh, Atticus is going to uh, pull a, uh, like a whole tray of food and all of the many knives that it holds telekinetically and just try to like slam it into them with the telekinetic projectile. Okay. Uh, Which one? The one
1: that Aldo and uh, Suki hit?
5: Yeah. Same one that Aldo and Suki hit and you just, and you just see all this like, this see, flatware starts flying through the air. <laughs>
6: and, uh, no, 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 no.
5: Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Natty Doc- 17.
3: That's a 32. What were you going to say, Skid? Dr. Bodnick reminds me that the, it is also enfeebled one as a result of the ghost charge. Ah. Oh.
4: Nice. That is
1: Remind me important about difference. enfeebled while I
3: look it up. Uh, well, enfeebled means that they're enfeebled.
1: They <laughs> so made a- more feeble minus one to, uh, melee-based attack rolls, damage rolls, and athletics checks, okay? Uh, great. Um, all right, so they are enfeebled one, and then you are doing this, now, even though it's telekinetic, it's not force damage, right? Because you're actually shooting a projectile at it, right?
6: Uh,
5: yes, yeah, it's it's bludgeoning, bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, oh, wait,
1: so the bludgeoning, but it comes from But a you spell. did roll a critical. A third to two is a critical, so it's gonna be double damage, but it's gonna take, uh, it's going to 10 take DR10, yeah, because it's non magical. Okay, so even doubled, the is magical.
5: Doubled, it's 36. So it would be 26 points of
1: damage. Okay, wow. and that is enough to kill uh, yeah. that oh, first all right. wow. in the Shade. And it's just like. <laughs> and disappears.
0: Does that happen? Uh, was that the one that was uh, going to get two actions against me? Unfortunately, no. That is the one uh, <laughs> he right
1: asks. next to you. Ethylast? Um, and I'm excited for him to go. Uh, But let's see, one of them is dead. That was number uh, two, and now it is their turn. Um, Uh, It is my turn still, and I am going
5: to... That's okay, I'm just going to cast shield uh, and put up an arcane force shield in front of myself.
1: Okay, and does that stack with mage armor that you cast earlier?
5: Yeah, it's a shield bonus. Uh,
1: Yeah, I think.
5: Yeah, mage armor is an item bonus.
1: Got you. I'm asking just to be pedantic, so we learn together.
5: Yeah, I know that mage armor is an item bonus. It's a and shield is a circumstance bonus.
1: Okay. Um. All right. This one uh, standing right uh, at the uh, entrance to the or like right with the the, the screens part leading to the staircase um, will uh, double move in the direction of. Aldo, and take one, because every square is uh, difficult terrain, and can they fly? Oh yeah, no, they fly. So it's Uh, a single move. Yeah, they're just like, their feet don't really exist, they just float across the floor. Um, And it will attack you with its racking touch. Uh, Ooh, 19 to hit. Uh, That is is a miss. That is a miss. Um, All right. I am going to uh, try again with my second attack, and I missed with the second attack. Uh, Okay. Okay. The one uh, that uh, is closest to Atticus will float over in the direction of Atticus and uh, also attack twice. First attack is, oh, garbage roll with neon green. 17. miss right? Miss. Okay. Need a high roll here. And a Nat two on the second roll! Yeah, yes. <laughs> God. I'm excited about these guys, too. It's the luckily, arcane shield. Luckily, I have five actions now against Ethel Mervin. <laughs> oh, poor Ethel. going to get rocked. I mean, your AC's got to be rock solid. I could have ten actions that, you know, the, the lowered penalty, the the multi-attack penalty oh, is yeah. going to get me. Um, but I never let's thought us
0: would it. it, but thank- I'm thankful for the MAP.
1: <laughs> Here we go. First attack. Okay, uh, 29 to hit. Yeah, that's... a Couple things are going to happen. Uh, first, I'm going to roll some damage. Uh, only nine points of damage. Uh-huh. However, you are now doomed one. <gasps> oh! We've never seen this, For right? one minute, Doom. no. Doom. You have not seen the doomed condition. Uh, a powerful force has gripped your soul, calling you closer to death. Doom always includes a value. The dying value at which you die is reduced by your doomed value. Okay. If your maximum dying value is reduced to zero, you instantly die. When you oh die, God. you're no longer doomed. Uh, so now you, you die, die. Cool. At dying? No longer doomed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your doomed value decreases by one each time you get a full night's rest. But should you survive this Dreamland's encounter, it doesn't carry over to the Material Plane anyway. However, do you have Die Hard? Yes, I do. All right, so instead of dying at dying four now, you die at dying three. No, dying, three. no. Dying instead of dying at dying, five, dying I five, I die at dying oh, Excuse three. me, you die at five, you die at dying four. However, if they keep hitting you and keep stacking these dooms, they could just straight up I, I just
5: you. want to keep saying this. Instead of dying at dying five, you're dying at dying four. <laughs> A lot of dying.
1: <laughs> instead of dying at dying... Uh-huh. All right, second attack. Uh, probably going to be hard to hit, but I'm going to try it anyways. Nah, 19 to hit. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then... I mean, I have these attacks, so I'm going to try it because uh, it's fun. I missed on that third one. And then on my remaining actions, I am. Ooh, I imagine you have an attack of opportunity. But That's all right. I am going to uh, attempt to fly away. Do you have an attack of opportunity?
0: In fact, I do.
1: Oh, no, you nice. son of a bitch. Nice.
0: What you got. With the Warhammer. Okay, there we go. 33 to hit.
1: That go. is a critical. Is it a magical yes. warhammer?
0: It is a magical warhammer.
1: Well, ah. shit
6: sticks.
0: <laughs> okay, so that is going to be. 32 points of
6: damage. <laughs> oh, yes. very, good. very good.
1: 32 points of damage. Okay, uh, so you almost immediately kill it. Um, and then it just kind of slowly floats away right next to Suki. Uh, with its <laughs> remaining two actions, and now, finally, it is Xantar, king of the Zoo's turn.
2: <laughs> okay, they've all moved. <clears throat> excuse me, they've all moved pretty far away from me. The, the difficult terrain is due to water, not. A no, difficult or... terrain is just the throng of people and some dead, some alive. Let me ask you this. Hello, uh, I've got twenty foot of movement. Will that get me to one of them? It'll get me to one of them if there wasn't difficult terrain. Is it possible that Xantar can leap from table to table <laughs> on their heads, like okay. the feral creature he is? What using kind of an acrobatics role.
1: What and kind get of a over GM there? would I be if I said no? Uh, of course, uh, you okay. uh, already said you were on the table, um, right. so I believe it's going to be an athletics role. And Ready you're to go trying, athletics? Y- yeah. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, it two athletics, and you're trying to get how many feet? I'm trying to get 20 full
2: feet. If I get 20 full feet, I, I make it over to one of them.
1: All right, DC 20, right. then, I'm going to say. Yeah. DC 20 uh, athletics to try and make that leap from table to table.
2: Okay, here we go. Does that seem right? Is that working? That's fun. Okay. I just mean the, 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 the distance. The oh, distance yeah. Does seem right? Okay. Yeah,
1: I'm fine with that.
2: All right, where are my... It's 20
1: as the crow flies.
2: Here we go. He's rolling his athletics. Bang. Oh, crushed it. Uh, That is a 36. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. (laughs) Uh, You're able to... Right there. Uh, And, uh, yeah, and now he... uh, Well, he's got a rage, so he rages. (laughs) And then he swings his great club. Okay. All right, swinging that great club.
1: We're swinging that great club. What? I love this. All swing is one action. You're like raging in midair and then coming down on this dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I think I literally my feet landed on like two people's heads before I <laughs> leap forward, screaming. Uh, and then here comes the great club, and that Ooh. damage is going to be—that's going to be, uh, that's gonna be uh, seven bludgeoning damage. Wait, what was the to hit?
1: 27 to hit.
2: 27 to hit.
1: Okay, so not a crit. Seven bludgeoning. And you don't have a magical club? Uh, it is. Sorry. It is a uh,
2: plus one great club of striking.
1: Okay. Sadly, that will only be two points of damage. But if ah! it wasn't magical, ah. it would have been zero points. So... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Full of, uh, full of sound and fury, but unfortunately only two points of damage. Um, and I love it I
2: roared at him. I came down with a giant club, and I just sort
1: of skimmed his nose slightly. <laughs> oh. Well, you did land on top of two uh, people. Um, at so least I hurt innocent people. right? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's okay. all my actions. Alright, and I gotta mark the guy that is attacking Aldo is enfeebled, so I just gotta keep that in mind. Alright, that's the end of round one, and now it goes to Suki's turn again. Suki, you are now uh, you got one of these guys right on top of you.
4: Yeah, she turns around and he had floated right up so silently. Um, and you see her hair like, rush in front of her face. And then it rushes behind her and blows back as she puts her hands out. And she's just casting Disrupt Undead, but it's a cool spell. Oh, and it cool. works in this situation. So okay. make a uh, DC 25 fortitude save.
1: DC 25 fortitude save. Assuming that they're undead, I rolled a 26. Oh. Now, Shit. if it's basic, that's still going to be half damage.
4: Yeah. Well, it would have been cool if I got all my damage. And then it's
5: half damage minus another
1: five. Or is that well, positive damage? What kind posi- of damage?
4: It's positive okay. energy. Oh, perfect. Positive energy. Ooh, and I rolled not terribly. 17.
1: And that one ah, dies as well. Nice. Amazing. Ah. Nice. Uh, And it's kind of sad. The way in which they die, it doesn't seem like they're reacting to your attack. It seems like they're reacting to a memory of another death as they like ah, phase out of existence. That is
5: incredibly perceptive of us to pick up on.
1: Suki, yeah. felt, Suki felt that she Just felt a little that flavor. I like. They that. are reacting
2: to another death.
1: I
5: appreciate. it. I don't think we get enough flavor on these things. I, I'd like a peek behind the what, a little all I'm the gonna, cool shit the GM
2: gets to know. Can yeah. I do the most annoying thing ever, Troy? Remember my turn earlier? <laughs> yes, I do. It was so long ago. Uh, everybody, think back. Uh, my raging would have given me two extra points of damage. And I uh, saw some people online saying, doesn't he get more damage for his rage? But I looked it up carefully and I only get two extra
1: points. Well, the good thing is people <laughs> online are infallible. So I'll yeah, take yeah. two points.
2: I just want you to know, own. people online, I'm listening. <laughs>
1: That's what we I'm do learning. Again. I'm listening and, listening and learning. learning, yes. <laughs> like Matthew's former Alexa. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and learning. learning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, okay. So two down, two left, but, uh, so many of these, uh, fornicators and gluttonous fools are also dead, but fuck them. Um, it is, uh, still Suki's turn. Suki, do you have one more action? Was that a, a two action or a three action?
4: That was, uh, oh, I think that was gun a dead. Two, That is a two action. Damn, all my spells are two actions. Um, that was we'll two actions. She, she's gonna stay where she is. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, you don't know if these guys have some sort of reaction. Um, why risk it? Uh, you haven't taken any damage yet. It is Ethel Merman's turn. Ethel, uh, you messed that guy up as he slid away. What do you? Yeah, do but now? now
0: he's dead, right? Is that the one that Suki killed? Yes. Okay. All right. So Ethel is going to. There's not much else he can do. He's just going to charge at the frog, uh, frog dude to the south.
1: Okay. And this frog is going after this halfling. Who seems to really be hanging? You're surprised at this random uh, party going halfling that yeah. seems to be holding his own.
0: The stout halfling. Um, yeah, so <laughs> Ethel's going to have to double move once more because of the difficult terrain thing. And then he will take a strike with the Warhammer. Uh, natty 19, that's a 37.
1: Yo, Ooh. that's another crit, my friend. Nice. <laughs> nice. Double so, damage modified
0: uh, Damage. 34 points of damage. Yes. Whoa. I
3: love this guy. I love Ethel Merman.
0: Yeah, he just has a hatchet in one hand and a warhammer in the other, and he's just like and just like he's like, he's like this hulking guy like muscles rippling he just starts like charging like a football player straight at this ghost and just like takes a giant <laughs> swipe with the warmer yes yes we were, we were talking awesome. about Henry Cavill and uh, the
1: yet again sure. not reacting to your blows as it perishes it almost seems like it's being struck from all sides as it screams and disappears there is one enemy left uh, two actions to move up one to strike yep okay um, let's keep things moving here with Aldo. Perfect. This one is Enfeebled 1. Uh, can you take it out before it f- feebly tries to kill you? Okay. So he's
3: sort of fumbling for another pocket in his bandolier as he pulls out the sort of clear glass bottle, and he he shakes it, and it starts glowing with this yellow light, and he smashes it against this thing's face.
1: Okay. Awesome. So just... just...
3: Uh, that is a 26
1: hit. That is a hit. Okay.
3: <laughs> right. That is... Ooh. Uh, okay. That is nine points of positive damage. Okay, that all goes through. Oh, wait, no. Ten points of positive No, 11 points of positive damage. Final answer.
1: Uh, <laughs> and...
3: Oh, 10, sorry. 10 points of positive damage. <laughs> <laughs> 10 points of positive damage. Okay. And um, seven points of fire damage.
1: Seven points of fire damage. Okay. Um, great. Now, that's interesting. I wonder, uh, I'm not going to uh, slow things down, but I'm curious for myself, where those things come separately does the resistance go twice or is it just one combined mega damage and you only take the resistance once? Well, there should wanna... be any resistance to the positive damage. Right, the positive all goes through, so then this would take five off of it. Yeah. I'm just right. curious when the damage comes from two sources, something to think well, about. Well, it's not, partners.
3: it's one source that does like two different kinds of damage. So. I see.
1: Okay. Uh, all right. So all the positive gets through, and then you said how much fire? Uh,
3: seven? Uh, seven? Seven. Okay.
1: Great. Yeah. So we'll say two of that gets through. Um, Right, and that was only one action, right? Uh, that was actually, I believe
3: it's two. This is bottled sunlight. So I, I pulled it up. I think it's one action to activate it and one to throw it. I so gotcha. I'm going to use my last action to throw another ghost uh, ghost
1: charge. Okay. So uh, uh, I love this. Aldo's just ripping these things out, tossing them. 23. 23 is a hit. Uh. That is. Six points of positive damage, six more points of positive damage. Six points of positive damage, and it, too, perishes. Oh, Oh, baby! Oh, Oh, man, that was... Man, we trounced these things. Trounced these things. Couple very important things. Number one, a week from Saturday, we are at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Tickets are still available. This is our homecoming show New York always sells weird like people buy tickets at the last minute we need people to come out uh, we're having uh, Sydney is is away before we, she booked the tour with us uh, she's away and uh, we didn't ask Jared because he lives too far away yeah. because we wanted Kate Stamis to yeah. be in the house Kate, Kate, Kate Stammas is joining us who the hell is she going to play you watch it right now Kate I told her to watch so she could catch up on what's happening. Kate is going to be there. Please come out. It is always a great night. Bars stay open till four. It's a great time. Please come out to the bell house. That's number one. Number two. As these things perish and, and go down like the crowd is now just... Ah, 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 running down, and you hear people uh, yelling about the the lake waters. How they've they've risen, they've risen at the top of the seawall, and they're coming over. and threatening the entire city. And then the guys like, and there's
7: more of these forms. There's more of these forms climbing over the wall as well. And other guys like, yes. And one of them, one of them is holding aloft an ominous green lizard statue. <gasps> yes. The city is doomed. We'll
1: all be washed away. And this is a saying Like the crowd is pushing you all back and they're all running away from the staircase in fact you notice that uh, Suki and Xantar get like pulled back with the crowd <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> are fell.
1: you okay sorry
2: is that a bit <laughs>
6: I'll see right? you in New York <laughs> okay <Yeah. laughs> <That's right. laughs> See <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
7: laughs> That was a money and a valley! That was
0: amazing. I don't know
7: where my headphones are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can say anything about it. What happened to of a bitch! <laughs>